During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. P.S. I Love You XOXO is brought to you by Squarespace. Build it beautiful. What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO, episode 11. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside He Only Does Everything, Colin Moriarty. It's good to be here with you today. It's good to be here with you today, sir. We're back from break. We've done a show. You took a nap. Then you made a pizza. You knocked over a microphone. I did take a nap. I didn't really take a nap. I, I just, I was in and out of consciousness for like 90 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, where it's like you're not like, it's not like you were out like a light. I'm you so tired. Back, that like, back, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I got to get out of bed. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah. Well, it's, it's a one o'clock. <laughs> it's a one o'clock on a Monday. It's one it was, o'clock on a Monday. It was a it was a long weekend. Thank you for your patience. No, it's uh, yeah. It was just I'm just my sleep schedule is out of fucking whack. Like, yeah, from the last week, like just out of whack. I was up, uh, I was literally up till four, five, six in the morning, like every day. But you weren't playing games. No, this, if you're catching up. Thanksgiving no, break no, no. was last week for us. I didn't we play one game off. that entire week. Not We're, one. That's weird. Were you expecting to? Though? Yes, I was expecting mm. to use that time incredibly in a thorough way to, to, to get rid of some of the games in the backlog. Sure. Didn't do a goddamn thing. That's Nothing. good, though. You just gotta do what you want to do. You can't force it. It's not fun if you force it. I go through these moods where I just don't want to play anything. Sure. And we have Just Cause now, and that's kind of a game I want to play. Yeah. So I'm going to maybe jump into that tonight or something. I don't know. But Where do you, where's, where do you stand in your Fallout? What's Fallout going to do for you? I'm 25 hours in. I mean, I got to get back to it. I'm just... I'm, I'm in a weird... I'm in a weird space right now. You kind of called it. I'm in a I'm in a weird I'm in a weird space right now. You know, like yeah. I, I, it happens to me. This is this happens to me. It's not even that severe compared to other times, but it happens to me probably like once or twice a year. Yeah, where I'm just like, ah, so. when we were at IGN, I would go months sometimes without playing anything at home. Sure. So just do we have to at work? Yeah. 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 So, Nothing wrong with that, Colin. No. Don't no, worry no, about. No, no, it. No, no, don't no. feel Still bad. Keeping about up on things. I don't. Don't let anybody bad. pressure you out there. I don't feel bad. Don't. Trust me, I don't feel bad. Don't feel bad about uh, Persona 4 that you've left on the vine to die. Mm-hmm. Don't feel about, bad about that. Don't feel about Fallout. You left all sorts of games on the vine. Yeah, I know. It's all sorts of games you've never even played. I know. That's why I started playing Chrono Trigger. I needed a game. I wanted something so funny that you're on the them. go to get into. So you're playing the PS1 Classic. Right. Is the Are the load times bad? Because they were really bad on PS1. Uh, if you want, according to the internet, oh my God. Well, when you go to the they're, menu. They're the worst. Oh my god! Yeah, this all. I you tweeted, have no context. Though. I tweeted that I'm playing it, and that's what everybody was saying is how bad the load. The load times were atrocious. They're not. I mean, they're like they're complaining about this port, though. The yeah, fact the, the port, port. I remember. So this port came from Final Fantasy Anthology, I think, uh-huh. which was Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy IV, and then there was another one called. Well, there were three. There was Final Fantasy Anthology, Final Fantasy Origins, which was one and two. Uh-huh. And then another one with five and six. The five and six ports are great. And the Final Fantasy four ports really good. The Chrono Trigger port is really bad. And but you have no you have and it's not bad from a gameplay perspective. You have no context like how long the load should be like when you go to a menu. Yeah, it should 
pop right up, but it doesn't. Yeah, no, I, it does I remember, do I remember, that. I remember playing it on PS One in high school and being like, I would go into the menus and do everything I needed to do at one time, so I didn't have to go back in for like a half an hour. Right, right, right. But right. in a game like that, you need to keep going in, so it's. But if you don't know any better, then exactly, yeah. For me, it's, it's like no, it loads, but it's fine. But it's you know whatever. I don't know how they fucked that one up. Yeah, who knows? What was the name of Final Who are the Fantasy and Anthology? Wizards? Final Fantasy. Fuck. What Decidia was Dukakum no, ad no. revenue. Fuck, I can't remember. I was so excited when those came out on PS One. Yeah, they were like late PS One. Then releases. they broke your heart. Yeah, happens a lot. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is PS. I love you, XOXO. It is kindoffunny.com's weekly PlayStation podcast. It is the number one PlayStation podcast in the land. It is the only PlayStation podcast that has a panel at PSX. And holy fucking shit, PSX is this weekend. It is. I can't fucking wait. Are you I'm excited? So sto- I love like it's one of those things. I don't think we took it for granted last year. Last year was special for us. Mm. We knew we had we were leaving. We had it t- we couldn't tell the kids yet. We were going to this PlayStation conference and like PlayStation's been our beat forever. You know what I mean? And so once we got there and like everyone knew who we were and it was like this awesome experience. Like oh this is even this is like one of my favorite shows. Right. And now as we lead into this one, maybe because finally there's been some distance between shows remember for a while they were like momocon e3 and pax and comic-con and this and it was like i don't want to travel anymore right, right. or this is all starting to run together i don't want to put your gun to your head yeah. exactly mm-hmm. this one i'm ready and i think i'm ready because it is the fact that we've covered playstation for so long it is all of our friends in the development community it is all of our friends in the pr community it is all of our friends in the best friend community mm-hmm. of kind of funny like it's going to be awesome not not to mention the fact that there's gonna be all these amazing games there we get to hang out with all of you we get to do i'm doing an uncharted panel at three o'clock ps i love you panel at five o'clock uh Eight o'clock, just cause meet and greet with us at Jillian's. These are all on Saturday. You, this is all up on Twitters and whatnot. It's come to all these things. The only thing you ever have to worry about is the just cause uh, meet and greet, and that's going to be huge. And you just have to go RCP at kindoffunny.com slash meet and greet. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait. I got a hotel room down there so I can stay out late. I can go, I can wake up and not have to worry about getting down there and getting back to the dog mm-hmm. and doing all this stuff. I can just be there. And I'm, here's, here's what I want to do. Wait, so do. you're going to bring the dog with you to the hotel room? No, I'm putting him, I'm sending uh, him away. He goes to Hogwarts. Here's what I want to do is I'm going to spend both days. Obviously, seeing people saying hi to people and everything. I'm gonna try to get to every booth so that next PS I love you. I guess actually the next next PS I love you because we'll put up the one mm-hmm. that we do as the panel. Sure, sure, sure. The one after that, we I can have a rundown. Oh, so we're not gonna do everything. an ev- we're not gonna do an episode next week. No, I think we are. So we this is an, an additive episode. Of course, that's how we roll. That's how we roll, okay. son. I understand. We, we I understand. have the panel that we. I'll get up as soon as I can, which will probably be like Sunday morning. And yeah, probably be like Sunday morning, and then we'll have the normal episode on Tuesdays. Cool. Yeah, lots of stuff happening. Exciting times out there. Uh yes, um I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited about PSX too. The I won't be there on Sunday at all because it's you know football. But uh the Jets played the Giants this weekend. It's a pretty big game. Yeah. Um for both teams. Uh but yeah, I'll be there on Saturday. Have some appointments. Some seeing some games on Friday as well. Um so yeah, I'll be I'll be you know dilly dallying. I'm I'm not try, I'm not taking really any appointments on the floor. I mean that was kind of our thing, our protocol. I don't have, we don't have to do this anymore. I did it last year at PSX. That was the same thing. We yeah. didn't take we didn't make real appointments. We just wandered the floor and, the, and it was great. We got in, waited in line, no big deal. But then like the few appointments I had, or something always went wrong. Well, I'm running late because I got caught up here. Or this is happening or somebody stopped me. It's like here, fuck that. We go there. The things I've announced that have times are the things we have to be at places for, and the rest we just go. We just what's happening? Mingle. What I'm most excited about, we're doing the panel. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna fine. We're gonna go to the the meet and greet. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be better than fine. What's gonna be most exciting about it is the merch. I want to see what new shirts they have. Oh, I thought because you meant our merch. Well, our merch is gonna be great. Yeah. Well, our, no, our, I'm sorry. Our merch will be fine. See, I'll go with that uh, one. Uh, Exclusive shirts to the meet and greet. But and uh, posters. I'm excited about the sh- about like what shirts they have and Very stuff. Much and I've so. been saying and I've said it to people there over and over again. Sell 
if you sold a shirt with every studio logo on it, like the one you're wearing for San Diego studio, but like did one for, you know, Ben, you're one like for an everyone. individual, yeah, one I'd for buy every all first them. party. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I would straight up buy all of them. Not a lot of the nerds out there, they want to thumb their nose well, at we it. Well, we saw how, you know, how much people know about PlayStation when we interviewed the tester season three uh, cast. We on, saw you're citing something Beyond. like six years we ago. Saw, we saw how impressed <laughs> how impressed I was when they were telling me Insomniac was their favorite first party developer. Yeah, yeah. fucking posers. Wow, you understand okay. what I'm saying? I do understand. What you're saying. I would wear all of those shirts at once, and Shuhei Yoshida, and Christian Phillips, and Shannon Sudstill, and all of them. Nate Fox. No, and Nate Fox, of course. Billy Harper. Billy Harper. Who else? <laughs> Who no, else I'll stop that. Neil Druckmann. <laughs> David Ballard. David of Ballard. Eric Jensen. I was gonna say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They we all know. Ben, your boy Colin there. M knows. Yeah. The studios, and even though I don't play, so like I don't really care about evolution or polyphony of these games. Deb Mars. Deb Mars. <laughs> Dead Mars be all over Dead the Mars gave the biggest hug at E3. I was, it was She's so nice the best. She She's is. a tiny woman. She is a tiny woman. Biggest hug, tiny woman. Makes a game about a fat woman. Yeah. That's the irony. Yeah. Also made a game about a fat man named Large that no one played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little Large. Colin you think escape, you so. You think Escape Plan will ever come back? No. What percentage would you put on Escape Plan ever coming back? We should do odds. We should do bookmaking one day. Like, like... Like take like a hundred, take like a hundred IP. Like resistance, I think is pretty high, right? Like, but comparatively, right? But escape plan, PlayStation All Stars probably down there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Colony Wars probably down there. Colony Wars medieval. is one goofy one that could come back. Medieval's got. I be think climbing. medieval's gonna come Stock's back. Stock's got to be climbing on medieval. Do you think that? Remember when that video, that pretty convincing. 3D yeah. video of medieval, like just a 10 second clip, was released. Yeah. So anyone could have made that. But Sir Daniel Fortescue walking around. I kind of feel like that might be in development, but I don't a- know. There's a place for that anymore. Well, I bet there we'd find out at PSX. PlayStation All Stars was the litmus test. Yeah, and damn, for Sir Daniel Fortescue sucked. Hey, you, got, you guys want this? Uh, the uh, you want some monkey games? You want some monkey? What the hell are you doing? Get Spike was awesome. Yeah, Spike was, yeah, was your boy. Oh, he was awesome. His little lightsaber. He was, he was fantastic. His net. His net. And no answer for Sweet Tooth, though, of course. Oh, man, you were so you were so corny with that fucking character. Doesn't matter. One. That's true. No, you're right. I mean, that's what Mark Ryan, who's a fighting game expert, used to say. Like, or I used to get mad at him when I play Street Fighter. Yeah. And he'd be like, get around. If it's so corny and cheap, then you should be able to get around it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> PSX is this weekend. This is the PlayStation uh, podcast. This is our PSX predi- predictions episode. Mm. So spoiler for Tots topic of the show when that comes around. Uh, remember, I want to thank everybody for Alex Oldhauser. Last week we did the PS I Love You XOXO where I opened it talking about Alex a bit. You guys responded in kind. Before that episode even went up, you guys had raised $22,000 in 22 hours. Since then, you have continued to go. You guys are creeping up on $30,000 to give the late Alex Oldhauser's mother uh, some money to get her house fixed and take her mind off how Shitty life has been recently to her when the everything has been dealt. Um, game Awards, thegamewards.com. Remember, hashtag TGA Greg Miller. Voting may or may not be closed, but don't give PewDiePie a chance to catch me. Hashtag that when you tweet. And then right now, if you're still listening to this in a timely fashion before PSX, the kind of funny Black Friday holiday sale is still going on. Kindoffunny.com slash store. 10% off all of the shirts, all of the merch up there. The Every T-Shirt Tuesday shirt is back. And the new T-Shirt Tuesday, uh, which is the Tim Let Tim Host shirt, is up as well. And once that's done, it's done for real on all of those so that's your chance to get all that you never know i mean you can how can you believe us now maybe because that's what we said they see that's how it's going to be we bring them back at the end of the year for all the shirts for the year so we're going to next year too yeah probably but with new shirts yeah well, exactly yeah for that shirt this is the last run of 2015 okay I i'll believe it when i see it okay 
Can we make up the rules? <laughs> Jesus, take it easy. I'm very Fucking happy. Wiley you're, I'm, very, I'm happy you're black and you're wearing your Dr. Wiley shirt. Yeah. I'm happy your black glasses are back. You like them? Mm-hmm. I've been just mixing up. Just every, a nice every, change of pace. Yeah, every other day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been around that much, I guess. I just got back. No, me neither. <laughs> Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be Roper's Report. <laughs> Time for some singular possessive news. Um... So I had a conundrum when I was doing this because yeah. I was like, how deep, how deep do we want to get? Because we're, we have to do PSX predictions. I don't want to be here all fucking day. So, and we also did PS I Love You early. We recorded it early. So we really are like 10 days behind or 11 yeah. days behind instead yeah. of seven. So I stopped um, at a certain point. And what point did you stop at? Uh, like five or six days ago. Because I want it to be, I want it to be current. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't want to do it just because we didn't do it. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so you're that, not trying to fit everything in or right. are you? Uh, no. A little confused. Okay. I'm a little confused too. Yeah. Uh, there are eight items on the list. A baker's dozen. All right. Let's see. Number one. As of November 22nd, PlayStation 4 has officially sold 30.2 million units. This number was released by Sony itself and represents units sold to consumers and not shipped to retailers. PlayStation 4 launched on November 13th, 2013, if I remember correctly, right? That's the right date. What is it? November 13th. I, I, I should have looked that up. I'm going to look that up. Sounds correct. Or is it the 15th? Ooh, it's one of those. the 15th does sound better. I think it's the 15th. Okay. Come to think of it. First Instinct's always right, though. Right? That's what they say? No, nope, the that. 15th. PlayStation 4 launched on November 15th, mm-hmm. 2013, meaning this represents almost exactly two years worth of sales. PS4 is now the 10th best-selling co- game console of all time. And 15th, if you include handhelds. At 30.2 million units, PS4 has officially surpassed the Atari 2600 at 30 million units sold. At 30.75 million units, Sega Genesis will be the next console PS4 passes. It took Genesis eight years to hit that number. After that, N64 at 32.93 million units and SNES at 49.1 million units will be next on PS4's list to pass. So they should pass N64 by the end of the year. Uh, SNES presumably next year, maybe. Um, so the, the the gaps between consoles now become larger, but they're uh, they're cruising along and uh, still um, trending about where PS2 was. Interesting, crazy to come into this console generation, the one we thought would be mm-hmm. the end of it all, and here we are. Mm-hmm. They can't stop these things. They can't. They, they own stop. Black Friday as well. We'll get to that. Will we now? Number two, December's PlayStation Plus games have been revealed and should be available for PS Plus subscribers by the time you're listening to this podcast. For PlayStation 4, Gauntlet, Slayer Edition, and King's Quest Chapter 1, A Night to Remember will be available for free. For PlayStation 3, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, and SSX will be available for free. And on PS Vita, Freedom Wars and yeah! Rocket Bird's Hard Boiled Chicken Fuck will be available game. for free. I like Rocket I know you did. You liked it. <clears throat> Didn't live up to its potential. No. Jay from NY writes in to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ just like you can and says, Hello, gentlemen. By the time this show is up, we should know what games are free through PlayStation Plus for December. I'm wondering if you give your thoughts on this month's selections and perhaps give us a review of the titles offered this year. Thank you kindly, Jason. What What's your takeaway right there on what you've seen? Uh, decent. Yeah? Freedom, Freedom Wars, Wars is obviously the biggest one. Come the fuck on, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So for PlayStation 4, Gauntlet, I didn't play, and King's Quest is new. So... The, so King's Quest is it's a nice little thing because that's not you know it's gonna be available just for free right away. The last Gauntlet game I played was on N sixty four and I was completely fucking obsessed with that game. I think it was mm-hmm. Gauntlet Legacy or something like that. I was obsessed with that game on on N sixty four. No idea why. Uh, 
PlayStation Three, Far Cry Three, Blood Dragon is fine, and SSX is kind of old. I don't, I sure. don't, uh, I'm not really, I don't really care about either of that. Rocket Birds uh, is a good game, but I, I, uh, it's a side scroller, silly side scroller. Yeah, yeah, it's not like anything special. So I think this is uh, overall a pretty weak to standard month. I would I say. Think, see, I think standard, I'd say fine. I think Freedom Wars. Just, it seems like every month there's at least one standout, right? That actually matters. Yeah, Freedom Wars is definitely a big now, one. Now I want you to talk to me a little bit about what you think for the year 2015. I want to run you through the PlayStation Four titles here. All right, just all of them. Right. Okay. We're not going to get into the other ones, the other platforms, but I'll get to that in a second. So this is what's come to PlayStation 4 so far for your PlayStation Plus games. Infamous First Light, The Swapper, a, a, a Pantheon. Why well, can't never say that one? Remember how I had a hard time saying that Pantheon. the first time it came out too. I liked the, I liked the game when I played mm-hmm. a PSX. Rogue Legacy, Transistor, Counterspy, Oddworld New and Tasty, Ali Ali 2, Valiant Hearts, The Great Wars, or War. Just one. There was just one war they did. Aurora's Awakening, Never Alone, Tower of Guns. Ether One, right? Or Ether One. Ether One. Ether one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Edition. Hohokam. The Unfinished Swan. Race the Sun. Metal Gear Solid 5. Ground Zeroes. Skulls of the Shogun. Bonafide Edition. Super Exploding Zoo. Futurium Futurium EP Deluxe. Rocket League. Sticks. Mousecraft. Entwined. Stealth Inc. Sound Shapes, Limbo, Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris, Gaunt, Grow Home, you almost got me, Super Time Force Ultra, Xeno Drifter, Tesla Guard, Grad, Super Meat Boy, Broken Age, Unmechanical Extended, Dragon Fin Slu- Soup, damn, The Walking Dead Season 2, that right, Magica 2, Gauntlet Slayer Edition, King's Quest. How do you feel about that year? That's a great. That's a great. I agree. Games. You know what I mean? I you think, didn't have to buy one game that year. I feel like we've gone through like this year, this month standard, as we just said, right? And I feel like there's always a standout. But some of the stuff you read off that, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? You know you, what I mean? You read it actually. Some of the stuff. Oh, I'm. I meant like as the pejorative, oh, like okay. as the listener. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. Okay, okay. Sorry. I mean, uh, infamous Rogue Legacy Transistor, all amazing. Not amazing, but a great. Not infamous. It was good. That's a really good one. Rogue Legacy is amazing. Rogue Legacy Transistor is amazing. You know what I mean? Valiant Hearts amazing. Uh, guacamelee come on you fucking kidding me unfinished swan ground zeros why not i think it was a good year i'm a fan of this year why did you treat the Peter ones because our next question about the ps lineup comes from daniel the awesome who wrote in to kind of funny.com slash psq just like you can it says hey colin and greg the playstation plus lineup for december was just announced this marks three months in a row where ps3 and vita titles received no write-up or promotion When the games were announced for October, the PS3 and Vita titles weren't even listed in the blog post. Is Sony just losing steam with their older console offerings? Are they just trying to promote the PlayStation 4 even more? Or should we expect another shakeup in how free games are delivered to the older consoles? Like how the annual IGC Instant Game Collection games were removed. Sony's communication has always been abysmal, but this is a worrying trend. I disagree it's been abysmal. I think they communicate pretty well in terms of like, here's the sale we're doing. What's going on? Right. When they've been hacked and stuff, maybe not the best, but you know what I'm saying? When, when it comes down to this stuff, uh, that's interesting. I hadn't, that doesn't sound right. Is it that they hadn't listed them? Or are they just putting them in the image and stuff? Cause like, I guess he's, he's correct to the point that I was in Chicago at a mall getting drug around while Christine bought shoes or whatever the hell's going on. And there was no goddamn comic shops within a fucking stone's throw. And I'm in there looking around, and so I looked at my phone, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Freedom Wars, Freedom Wars, Freedom Wars. They're all tweeting at me, Freedom Wars. And I went to the blog post, and I had to dig around to find it. Because, like, in the initial, like, text block, there wasn't anything. But then I eventually got to the point of, like, oh, here we go. Freedom Wars is on. Thank you, Colin Moriarty. Uh, but, yeah, they do need to wind down. They want you to push the PlayStation 4. Clearly, the PlayStation 4, 30 million units in two years. Like, 
That's where the audience is. That's where the hype is. That's what people really want to know. This is what I always talk about. It's the argument of E3 to what we're about to do with PSX, right? Where it's like, E3, you come out and you talk about a whole bunch of bullshit, mainstream garbage, and then fucking goddamn PlayStation Experience, Geo Corsi comes out in a hockey jersey and tells me about the Vita games I care about. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm looking at the post for the December, the December stuff, and I'm seeing exactly what I usually see, which is the games listed in alphabetical order. But like now, what platform? To, to the point here, I don't understand. Like, what okay, you, so he's talking about like there's this part, and then there's just the listing right here. Right? Yeah, but who cares about that? Like, I, I, I to me, I know, I'm just, to, I'm just talking. But to me, this is like whatever. I scroll right like. to the list. Yeah, I don't watch too. the video, and I don't read the blurb. Now the video, which I can't. Why can't I click on it? Is it just because it's like an embed or something? Uh, yeah, hit that guy. They want to re- re- rewind it. No, that's just fucked. It's up. weird. That's just some fucked up. Um. Shit. Anyway, I don't know. I I don't necessarily agree that anything is happening of this nature. Like I I think that it doesn't hurt them to talk about everything, and so I think they do. Obviously, they're gonna start to emphasize PlayStation Four more and more. Exactly. Um. Which is you know to be expected. All right. That's all I have to say about that. Good. I've said my piece. You can roll on. Number three. PlayStation 4's remote play functionality is officially coming to PC and Mac. <gasps> Word comes by way of Shuhei Oshida, who tweeted out that an application is currently in development for PC and Mac that will bring PlayStation 4 remote play out of the PS ecosystem. There are no further details available for this initiative right now, though maybe we'll hear more about it at PSX. You most certainly will. They wanted to come out and say Certainly. Certainly. And let us just say then right now too, rest in peace Vita. No fucking reason to have this thing anymore. That was the big point of like, that was like the one thing Vita still had. It's, uh, hang your hat on. Maybe it doesn't have that many games, but every game's remote. Every PlayStation 4 game is a PS4 game or a PlayStation Vita game. Now, thanks for remote play. How dare you, sir? Now it's going to be right here. You plug in your DualShock, it's going to be a better experience than your Vita. How dare you, sir? It's true, and you know it. How dare you, sir? I don't care. No, you don't care. You never cared about Vita. Well, that's not You're true. always a fair weather Vita fan. Oh, now that ain't true, sir. <laughs> Number four. Do you not agree? Is that a, do you, do you no? Think- I, mean, I I I don't I don't disagree, but I I think that there's plenty of reasons to have a Vita that have nothing to do with PlayStation Four. Oh sure, yeah, but I'm saying right now for like the one argument for mainstream consumption of this thing, I don't even use remote play on my Vita. Do you ever? Uh, I guess it, yeah. Once actually, the rare rare occasion with the Fallout, there was a couple yeah, quests I, I, I tooled around with. But I mean, if, I think that's just because I really love Vita. I don't know if they, you know how you really feel about it. No, well, you like little and large, so you're fine. <clears throat> my thing is, like, if this, I bet this is going to, my computer with its applications mm-hmm. and then plug in of the controller, I think it would be even, it would be an even better be experience. More ideal. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, then it's over. Is it over? It's over. Number four. Seems PlayStation 4 officially won Black Friday, at least according to marketing research group InfoScout via Polygon. Taking a sample of 300,000 mobile app users, InfoScout discovered that, according to Polygon, quote, Sony saw a large gain among the millennial audience and a modest pickup among middle-aged consumers. That is compared to those demographics purchasing decisions on an average day as compared to Black Friday with its multitudes of discounts and bundles and other enticements to buy, end quote. Last year, using a similar methodology, InfoScout found Xbox won the winner. Um, we still have anecdotal evidence. I mean, we haven't heard new sales numbers. I don't yeah. think we will until PSX. I think we will hear new updated global sales figures for PS4, and then we can do the math. Um, cause we'll have the November 22nd number and then we'll have the December 5th number, I assume. Um, unless they don't intend on saying anything about it at, at PSX, but I'd find that hard to believe. So they'll, they'll probably, I think they did this because they knew that it was going to be impressive to consumers and to the press and maybe damaging to their rivals to say like, well, we have 30.2, we have, at November 22nd, we have 30.2 million sold. And on December 4th, the day before mm. we have 33 million or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So We'll see. 
We will. A PlayStation experience this weekend in San Francisco. This one I thought was interesting, and I, I want so I, this isn't a huge piece of news, but I brought it up because I think it's telling of a new trend with the, the developers are, are undertaking, like communicating with their their fans. I like this. Di- uh, Dying Light developer Techland has taken the unusual step of raising the price of the game's season pass. But they've explained in a statement why, and it has to do with the upcoming DLC expansion called the following. Mm. Quote, starting December 8th, 2015, the season pass will be sold at $29.99. We didn't want this to come as a surprise to you, so we're announcing it in advance. This price change will not affect players who already own the season pass. So if you're looking forward to Dying Light, the following, you still have time to get the whole season pass package, including the expansion, at only $19.99. Just remember to do it before December 8th. So they're announcing a week plus ahead of time that they're going to raise the price of the season pass to let everyone know. And apparently it has to do with uh, yeah the, the the following is quite quite meaty, apparently. And I think you can buy it for even 15 bucks by itself. Something like that. An interesting maneuver. I'd like to see more people do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, it's the age we live in, right? Where if you come out and you're just a human about it, hey, this is what's happening. The real financials are this. We're giving, we understand that sucks and here's a chance to get around it. People are cool. Number six. Number six. Longtime European PlayStation executive Fergal Gara is officially leaving the company. Quote, to pursue a new professional venture, end quote. Gara was the managing director of PlayStation in the UK and Ireland and will be replaced by Warwick Light, who is currently the managing director of PlayStation in the Nordics and East Europe. And I think we met him. Warwick Light's a great name. Yeah, we met him, though, like... At the Grappa Night? Yeah, yeah. So we're boys. But, we can uh, we can go over there right now. he was now. wondering who the hell we were. Well, that, that go- everyone except Shuhei Yoshida yeah, was wondering yeah. that when That's we That's when we met there. Scott. Yeah. And he realized that we were not crazy. Yeah. Well... You guys, we're okay. We're harmless. Gar rose to his position at PlayStation in 2011 and is leaving Sony to take a position at Amazon. So we will wish him the very best. Amazon continuing to bring in game people, huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Number seven. Batman Arkham Origins developer WB Montreal has two games in development according to their own website and as discovered by NeoGAF user Neuralak. Quote, we are a growing studio with two AAA projects in development focused on expanding the DC comic universe in, in the interactive space. The website means, Greg, what does it mean? It means fucking awesomeness is coming, brother. Two DC Comics games. Hopefully they're getting the time they need over Suicide there. Suicide Squad? The rumor, yeah, you see online. That rumor's been around for a while. Suicide right? Squad and Superman. It both makes sense with movies and both, you know, hopefully going to have more relevance than ever. So is that what you're, is that what you're going to put your bet on? I haven't, no, I want to stew on it. I think Suicide Squad, yeah, might actually be a, be a smart bet. A Superman, a straight up Superman game. Interesting. I wonder what Rocksteady's doing. Are they out of DC altogether? Or, do they, you know. There's a lot of questions I have still. Suicide Squad would make sense, though. And I think that would work well as a video game. An Ocean's Eleven type game where mm. we're jumping around using different people. Mm. 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 Number eight. Number eight. Final. As usual, we go Final through the games story. that were announced. Some of the random ass games that were announced. Retro City Rampage's 16-bit sequel, Shakedown Hawaii, has officially been announced for PS4 and Vita. And will launch in 2016. Turn-based strategy game, Tharsis, is coming to PS4. It looks pretty cool. Tabletop-inspired RPG Masquerada is coming to PlayStation 4. And puzzle-centric Zing the Land Beyond is coming to PlayStation 4 in 2016. And that is it. Those are a lot of games coming up in the future. But if I wanted to know right now what was in digital shops and mom and grap pops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming PlayStation software on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. And sometimes PlayStation 3. And occasionally PlayStation Portable as well because they're still making PSP games. By the kind of funny co-founders. <laughs> now, as usual, Ryan Clements just totally shitting the bed. What did he fucking do this? No, time? there's no there's no write-ups anymore. It's just God. it just says what the game. Damn it, Ryan. Let's see what he says here. It says, "I'm busy getting Damn. ready for PSX. 
I'm also going to have a baby, so I will no longer write funny little descriptions. He for says, the game. due to the holiday, we're working with a lightweight drop this weekend, so please pardon our brevity. No. Enjoy and hope to see you a PlayStation experience next weekend. Oh, you will. Do your fucking job, Clements. You know what? That's a, Yeah, we put out a PSX uh, or PS I Love You XOXO last week. You didn't see us crying about it. Saying here is a short version. It was just the version, Ryan. It's that easy. Everybody, stop what you're doing right now. Pull the car over, tweet at Palm Cider, and say, Are you fucking kidding me? Hashtag PS I Love You XOXO. Uh, PS4 uh, Arcade Archives The Legend of Kage is coming to PS4 uh, that game uh, was on the NES and it's fucking terrible okay, if, it's the sa- if it's the same one cool uh, Chivalry Medieval Warfare is coming to PS4 digitally Darius Burst Chronicle Saviors is coming out to PlayStation 4 and PS Vita digitally it says PS4 version out the second so that's Wednesday Vita version out the 30th so that's today I don't understand what that means that's Monday that's before you're even listening to this Okay. Handball 16 comes to PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. Now, that game digitally. sounds awesome. Let's be honest here. Handball 16 is my kind of shit. Just Cause 3 comes to PS4 digitally and retail. Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends comes to PS4 and PS3 digital and retail. How the trophies? Unclear. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege comes oh, to right. PlayStation 4 digital and retail. Forgot about that. And Uncharted 4 at Thief's End multiplayer beta comes to PS4 digitally. It's out the 4th, so that's a Friday. Exclusive to the Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection owners. Nice. Shit. I got to get my copy back from Tim. That is it. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I guess. I guess it is. Interesting about the Rainbow Six thing. Because yeah. I saw a commercial for it last night now that I think of it live action, but I had already forgotten about it again. Here we are, though. Just Cause. I'd seen a lot about leading into it. Rainbow Six, not so much. Release date had moved. Here we are. Wonder how it'll do. We'll see. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. <laughs> that was a good pregnant right? Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right, let's jump into it. You, you clicked on this video. You downloaded this podcast. You came here, of course, for topic of the show. So we're talking about PSX. And whenever a big show is coming up that involves the PlayStation brand, Colin and I like to make predictions. Five apiece. I love a good prediction. So let's get some things on the table right now. I, mean, I, I don't know your predictions. You don't know my predictions. None of the bullshit ones. I'm sure the things you, we know. Yeah, none of the things we know. Things we've been predicting forever. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Because well, you already know where a couple of mine's going to be. I'm going to keep staking my flag on this and I'll let you take it. I'll use no inside information. Okay, that's good. That's fine. I, that's what it should be done. Also, like the whole like this PlayStation 2 emulation, all this jazz. Like, things that are like that. Okay. the things that I think are clearly going to happen. Mm-hmm. I went to the, 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 you know, the people over on the forums, mm-hmm. kindoffunny.com slash forums, and I asked them to put out their things too. A whole bunch of people... Just fucking throwing out shit that I was like, well, no, sh- that's going to happen. Yes. So we didn't, I didn't include them. Oh, interesting. I got some other people in here with other stuff to okay. say, though. But you can take the honors. What's your first prediction for PlayStation Experience 2015? Number one, Sony Ben's new game will be the marquee title at the event. The marquee title? Yeah. What does that mean to you? It will be the biggest game show, maybe the last game show. Okay. Uh, it will launch in the summer of 2014. Okay. And it'll be exclusive to PlayStation 4, obviously. Obviously. Uh, I, think that will be the, I think that will be their big exclusive game. Interesting. Yeah. So this is fun because I want to know because a lot of people are, first party. A lot of people are putting in their thing. Let me see if we can. It is time. If they don't release, if they don't announce this game now, I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna actually. I'm Drive gonna go over cra- there. Gonna go crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna go Beat crazy. the shit out of Eric. Eric Jensen, hide. <laughs> if this game isn't there. All right. Yeah. See, in the, one of my things that I put on, a lot of people are saying Uncharted Four. Obviously, how do you handle Uncharted Four at PlayStation Experience? What do you do? <sighs> 
You don't want to show more of the single player, right? I think you might. Do you? You do. I think you might. You think? I you, think you might have to. Mm. It would be smart if they didn't show anything at all. If yeah. the Uncharted wasn't even there. Sure. Yeah. See, I don't know. I want to go that far, but I don't know if you need to do another big grand stage demo. You know what I mean? We you know, we we've talked to a bunch of developers about this before, right? That they they feel like their game got shown too much leading up to it. Da 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 da. This that and the other. And I feel like Uncharted is at fever pitch level already. People are already stoked about it. We've already done all this. Different, we've already seen the demo, and then we saw the extended demo. Like, and it's really only one demo, which is good. Not too much has been spoiled yet, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to, you know, blow your load on this one with another part of the game that you reveal and ruin for somebody. Do you? Because you theoretically will still need something for E three, right? You have to have something there, another gameplay demo. Maybe they'll crazy. finally come out and admit that it's not going to come out on time. Uh, don't say these things. <laughs> um, oh, why did I say E three? March? No. Hmm. See, we're so close. We're so close. I think it, I mean I think you have to show I don't know if you have to show anything I don't think you do that's that's what's so interesting. the crazier thing would be if they announced the last of us too yeah that would be fucking insane if they did that that'd be fucking crazy you know it was just a logo and just the date like 2018 or something that was see and this is why it gets so interesting so we have one more this is this is the final big show where you would see something for uncharted before uncharted comes out in March right so do you need to stoke the fire anymore and with the Uncharted beta starting on Friday, so it's already been going for 24 hours, or roughly 24 hours by the time the keynote gets going at 10 o'clock PlayStation time, Pacific time. It's already going. You have those stations, you assume, set up out there for kids to go play Uncharted 4. They're already playing it at the event. Do you just show multiplayer trailer maybe more you stuff just show, there? Maybe you just show in a sizzle reel. I, I, I feel like this needs to be about things that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And this I think, is where you get dirty with the nerdy stuff. Right. Get dirty with the nerdy stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree with you, and I think that they would be wise to focus their energies on things that we don't know about. Because yeah. there's a lot of, I don't want to say unrest, but there's we're getting a little impatient, right? And, and, I, and I speak for myself, but I think for a lot of our, our fellow PlayStation you know, fan brethren, I'm getting a little impatient now. Like, now you need to show me some stuff, because it's been two years, and the console's selling great, and there's great games on. We just talked about all the PS Plus games that are great. But where's the first party goods? Come on. Yeah. Come on. You know, like show I said. Show me the car fox, as they say. Ex- exactly. That's right. Uh, this year, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, with the exception of MLB, which is an annualized series, there was no first party games on PlayStation 4. And in fact, and by that, I mean, like, none from the first party developers. So there, yeah. were, there were first party published games, whether it's uh, Bloodborne or Until Dawn, or but they were not made by the first party. Uh, this might be the first year of that kind almost ever when you really think I'd have to go back and really look, but I can't think of that ever happening. Um, maybe in the PS1 era early on or something like that, 1996. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they have a lot. It's like it's like when you pull back a bow and and it's like it's just just let it fucking fire like you've pulled it back enough. You know, like your hands you, trembling. Like we know about Horizon. The Last Guardian's obviously going to come. I think we're going to see more of The Last Guardian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, OK. Let me step on my shit. But I think that it's now time to show the goods. And that's so, you know, Uncharted. We already know about Uncharted. You're, just, you're preaching to the choir about Uncharted. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you need. I think yeah. you can get away with the sizzle reel. Why do you want to see Uncharted so bad, Greg? No, <laughs> no, that's. And I, I think that that would be the. I, I'm not surprised that going into it, a lot of the PlayStation faithful are walking in going, oh, I can't wait to see more Uncharted. Oh, da, 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 da. I think 
the idea of the press conference, the keynote from Sony, right, is to get you to the end. You get up and clap and you're on your way out the door. And you're like, wait, we didn't even see Uncharted. But you're still so soaked that you saw Sony Ben's game. You saw this reveal. You saw the new Patapon collection with trophies. You saw the, the announcement of Patapon 4. You saw the Freedom Wars 2 coming to Vita. You know what I mean? There's all these things you're excited about that you don't think about the fact that you're still waiting for Nathan Drake to come. He's already shown up. You know what I mean? Now, the other interesting wrinkle to all this is the normal wrinkle but we're already ignoring it you said be crazy if they did last of us too right Mm -hmm. i think that is crazy but i i don't think it would happen there it would happen at the game awards just like Mm -hmm. they revealed the last of us the original last Mm -hmm. of us right that was so exciting when they did that of course so exciting yeah yeah you figure game awards is is thursday and then saturday is the keynote and start of playstation experience right you God only knows like what Jeff Keighley's got up his sleeve there, what he's going to roll out. I mean, he is that close enough to where, yeah, they can come out and say, here's Last of Us 2, here's whatever it is. I heard a rumor about the Game Awards sure. that <coughs> you're going to win the we'll see. Trending Gamer, trending gamer yeah. and that you're going to take a stand for the truth at... When you win your award and say that 9-11 was an inside job. I like how you gave like no background to that. <laughs> Somebody's listening right now. Oh, I didn't know Colin was a truther. A 9-11 truther. Uh, no, this is a running joke with Greg and I. I, I offered Greg $2,000 if he if he says nothing during his accepted speech for that 9-11 was an inside job. I walk up. I'm like, 9-11 was an inside job. And then just walked away. $2,000 in your pocket. Just silence. My dad's a, New York, a retired New York City firefighter, by the way. Anyone out there who's offended. All right? Yeah. So that's my that's my trump card. You get out of jail free card there. That's what I do. What are the odds you think we see Last of Us 2 there? Less than 5%. All right, good. That sounds about right. That doesn't sound like something Naughty Dog would want to do. That's something, something Sony would definitely want them to do. I think they're, they're internally settled on it. Oh, sure. But I Well, because they're prototyping stuff, but I think that the game's clearly going to happen. Yeah. Um, the financial imperative is on them to do it. It's also one of those things, too, keep in mind that it was a different landscape before, right? Last time when they announced the original Last of Us, Uncharted had just come out. It wasn't that Uncharted was about to come out. Was it 2011? The game came out in 2013, so no, it must have been... No, it must have been 2011. Because then it was... So it was fall of 2011. 11-1-11 was... Uh, uh, Uncharted December would have been the Last of Us reveal. We saw the game at E3, the brick... Like the, you know, when she fucking knocks the dude out with the brick in the, in the apartment building. And yeah. like that. that was 2012 and then 2013 was when the game came out. Yeah. So, there, so you're right. Yeah. So not exactly the same situation. I, d- I doubt they want to get out there and steal the thunder of Uncharted before Uncharted is out there to sell a gajillion copies and make Nathan Drake a household name. They might have wanted to do that when they were going to make more Uncharted games. Nah, this. this is it. This is, this is when you do it. Uh, my first prediction is one I've been saying forever, but I need to get on the record that this is where they finally come out and talk about PSVR and say that No Man's Sky is a PlayStation VR launch game. And will we get a release date for VR? I I had been confident coming into it. For a long time, we have been talking about it. And what is what is what has stirred my confidence, what has shaken me to my very core, is the fact that they're like, summer. You know, and I feel like talking about that date right now in December seems weird. You know, and I think it seems weird in the way that I if they would have said spring, then fuck, yeah, then we're getting a release date right now. You know what I mean? Because, again, we get down to what is on the timeline before then, right? So it's like you want to get – I think they still want to get everybody excited about it. And the fact that it didn't have a bigger E3 and it didn't have a, even a bigger Paris Games Week or anything, right? There's still so much to tell to convince people. Mm. I think it's too much information to say, hey, fans. Hey, because I was talking about this before, right? You're, you're literally, Hey, fans. Hey, fans. It's me, Jack Trenton. I'm back to tell you about this dynamite <laughs> Dude, system. if they brought Jack Trenton back just for this, I'd be Kevin like – Kevin Butler carries him out. 
I feel like that's a lot of information to swallow. I thought there was going to be more groundwork done by this, more more of the framework laid, if you will. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think you get there, and now it is, hey, guys, the game you've been waiting for is PlayStation VR. It's going to be rad. You can go play a demo of it today out there on the floor at all these units and then go home and tell your friends how awesome it is and get everybody to pre-order it. And then when they get back, this needs to be, like I've said before, I stand by, this needs to be the groundswell moment. This needs to be boots on the ground. We talk to the people who love PlayStation the most, convince them that this is something they want and need, and then have them go preach to the choir. I don't think you need to have them preaching to the choir, release date and price, which is where I thought we would be when we were talking about this before Paris Games Week. But then when, GDC? Maybe CES. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're getting into this thing where it's like, if you can convince the consu- the PlayStation fan about it, right, then you can go to the consumer, mm. and then you have two different groups and two different stratospheres working mm. the pipes for it. Mm. And maybe, yes, yes is when you do it. Maybe you have your own event somewhere in between those two things. And then I don't put, I mean, when they say summer, you know as well as I do, Does that is that end of August? You know what I mean? Is that, like, you still have any three in there where then you can really get fucking crazy with it and do something. There's a lot of time left on the table, and I this expected is, this is interesting. When we went around this before, when we, you know, you jump back to the summer, even like when I, when we were going into E3, and I was like, there's gonna be 15 minutes or more of VR. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, you were dead fucking wrong. I thought we were. Oh, I yeah. thought I thought we were on a much more accelerated track <laughs> than we clearly are. No, no, I, I I agree. But now we know the timing, right? Yeah, and we have a name. We have the final specs. We have so everything's lined up. I think I honestly think the only reason it's coming out so late is because the games aren't ready. I think that probably it's they probably wanted it sooner. They might even want it like this fall, mm-hmm. and that gives you a little bit of perspective about maybe if I'm right, why there's nothing like Uncharted was supposed to be here, but maybe they weren't worried about because they were after, internally like, all right, Uncharted is moving, but we're gonna have PSVR. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, well, the games aren't ready, um, which made it for a very vacant first party lineup this year not that but it mattered no it didn't matter at all um which is just incredible the g- crazier thing is going to be with the with there, there's a dearth of first party games now but not next year and i wonder like if, if sales are stagnant or something like that what do they do then they're like oh jesus christ yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like we don't actually even need exclusives um <laughs> so i'm i'm curious about i'm curious about psvr in the sense of how they're going to roll this out because it is an important device for them and it, this seems like the time CES makes sense, a lot of sense. But I also feel like this kind of shit at CES gets buried, even if it's true. Um, video game centric and and consumer focused, the CES is all about this shit. It's not it, like and so it's. I really feel like they have to take. I really feel like it's got to be a PSX. I. It's not one of my predictions, but I do think we're going to see the release date. I'm 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 with you, and I'm not in the same breath. In the way I think CES, it would it would get buried. But again, I don't think they're looking for the pickup in terms of like. Every like in every I know when they sit there and do plans, they want, you know, fucking Huffington Post and USA Today and all these different people talking about it. Right. And like maybe they will. Maybe they won't. E3 is usually your shot to get the real mainstream coverage or whatever. CES, I feel like, you know, you we worked at IGN for so long and we send people to that. And any gaming site or publication that goes there is starving for game news there. Right. It's always like. Maybe there's one or two things like didn't they do like that was our first time to try PlayStation Now before it was even mm-hmm. PlayStation Now or whatever. It's like, all right, cool. That's the thing you get to do here. I feel like you could get your message out there and get it to the people who are energized and excited while selling the new people who don't even know anything about this. Number two. Number two. Sony Santa Monica's new game will be officially revealed. It will not be related to God of War and it is a 2017 or beyond game. I don't even know if it'll be dated, but I do think you'll see like a very short teaser for it with a title um and that's it do you think it's god of war and it will not be god of war related oh 
interesting. A lot of people were saying that. Umar went over to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and said, I predict we get an in-engine teaser trailer for God of War 4 like we got for Uncharted 4 coming out in 2017. 2016 would be very surprising, but I don't think impossible, depending on how far along it was before they confirmed it at last year's PSX. Remember, Corey Barlog, of course, made one comment and then everything's off to the races. Yeah, I don't think... I think that they have more than one game in development. And I think that you have this this idea, this notion at that studio in my mind that they were working on this other game that got canceled. They were far along in development, apparently. Um, and then you already have the God of War like Bonafides there that can do the game. Was that game already in development? Mm-hmm. You know, and then what happened? I, there were there were layoffs. I was the one who broke that story when it happened that there were layoffs at the studio. But I think that there's something not got a war going on there. Yeah, I want to give you one other thing too. press left came out and said Ben's studio will not tell us what they're working on. If they that I I, I feel like I'm 100 percent positive that that game is going to be at, at PSX. It cannot not be at PSX. And when you say 100 percent positive, you mean in your gut, in your balls, you feel it. It's got to be right. I agree. Yeah. What the hell are they? What? Yeah. What the hell are they doing? I want to give you context. If that's if that doesn't happen, I want to give some people context. Give some context, Colin. Vita came out February 2012, but it actually came out in December 2011 in Japan. Uncharted Golden Abyss was a launch game. That game went gold probably in the fall of 2011. That means that 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, four years, nothing, nothing from the studio. No word from what they're doing. They've been working on this game forever. Fight for fortune. Ever. Fight for Fortune was like produced by them, but not even developed internally. You think that just you think the games just get produced out of fucking thin air? Eric Jensen's over there just cracking the ad. I'm getting this card game. It's, working. Ab- it's absurd. Like, that's why I think that the game is going to be announced. And I think the game's like almost ready. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that there's no way the studio would even be open if they weren't working on something big, you know, yeah. and having not put out a game in that long. Like, think about the month before Vita launched Uncharted 3 came out. Naughty Dog then released The Last of Us and is going to release Uncharted 4 in the entire time frame that they've been doing whatever it is they're doing. So it's fucking go time. They're going to they're going (laughs) to they're going to be. I agree. I agree 100 percent with you. And it's like we always talk about, too, like uh, we love Sony Bend, right? But Sony Bend isn't doesn't necessarily get the same kind of pop it would get at a big show Mm -hmm. as it will at PSX when everybody knows what Sony Bend is and has been wondering what the fuck they're doing. I think that they're going to get a big pop too because I think that this game is going to be unlike anything anyone's ever seen from them. So not a siphon filter? No. Okay. I think it's a new IP and I think that um, it's going to be big. Like I think it's going to be a big, big AAA game and uh, we'll see. The, the, the beauty of, of Bend, you know, for people that don't know, Bend is a, is a town in Oregon and that's what the, the, the city, you know, the uh, studio is named after there in Bend, Oregon. And I think that the advantage of being there is... You know, as uh, Scott Rohde says to us sometimes where people have talked to us about going to that studio, like where you have to fly and then you have to like drive and then you have to fucking go here and blah, blah. Like it's like in the middle of nowhere. Right. So like they're not, they're isolated. They're completely fucking isolated from like everyone else in the develop in the Sony studio, in the Sony family and from other developers. So I really do believe games, we hear things chatter from people all the time about what's going on. And, we, and that's why I was saying we know, we know off the record stuff here or whatever, yeah. or like inside information. Cause we do, we do hear things and know things. And, and we, I know things that are going to happen at the show and you do too. And, and it's, that's that happens because there's a cultivation of people at studios talking to each other and ultimately that stuff kind of just comes out and so you can imagine if you go to santa monica where uh naughty dog is and riot and you know all these studios and then these guys are over they here all go sitting out for drinks yeah and or even like tables next to each other and someone over here something you know 
That's why at E3 when I go out to dinner with people, I'm always like, you don't even you know, listen to people. Like, I, well, I'm like, I'm always looking around. You and like, I sit there and just go watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. 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 <laughs> but at Bend, in the middle of Oregon, they're going out to lunch with each other, probably. Yeah. Or friends, and like, there's no one there to like figure it out. And so I think that this game has been a very closely guarded secret, and I cannot. I'm so happy for them. Like, no one knows. No one yet. Yeah. You know? Like, and I think that that's so exciting because that doesn't happen anymore in the industry, and I think that is a. a, a a, a unique product of them being where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, th- but I, I agree with you too, to the PlayStation audience, the hardcore PlayStation audience that knows a, knows a thing or two about PlayStation. They do have, they have a long leg- legacy. I mean, they've been in the Sony family for a very long time and making Sony games since the nineties. So they uh, compared to they're older than Santa Monica. You know, they were called Idetic or Idetic, um, you know, back in the day before, you know, Sony purchased them, but compared to like a lot of different studios, um, that we know and love like sucker punch or something like that you know sucker punch's first game was an n64 game but like you know they really became prominent with sly cooper and stuff but siphon filter was what put bend on the map yeah and um they've just been kind of banging around and i really feel like this is going to be their coming out party i really feel like this is going to make them a legitimate their next step yeah this is their this is their infamous right yeah because they haven't made a siphon filter since what 2007 2008 and then they made Resistance on PSP. Then they made Drake's Fortunes or Golden Abyss. So uh, they haven't got a chance to like do anything yeah. in a long time. And I think that this is going to be a big deal for them. And I think the game's going to be ready very soon. Yeah, like How I, soon is very soon, you think? I think it's a Fallout 4 situation. I think the game's done. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the game's done and they're polishing and tweaking. Like, when they announced Fallout 4 at, at E3, the game was finished. I mean, it was it was that. And then they just had a, it was all together. You can play it, you know, and it, it was just them polishing and fixing and tweaking and moving things around and stuff, but the game was done. And I feel like this is probably a very similar situation for them. I like that. My only hope is that it's not, you see a lot with San Diego studio, like the experimentation down there with uh, MOBA and free to play and whatever they're doing down there. I hope that this is a $60 straight the game. like a retail game. Yeah. Gotcha. At this point, you'd think it would be right. Yeah. If you've been working on it this long, that's AAA development. That's the kind of giant game, you know, what the hell is your problem? Well, out of sorts today. My second prediction Last Guardian is dated April 2016. April 2016. April 2016. You don't have a specific date, though? No. Before your boy calling him? You want me to put a specific no, date on there? Because no, 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 no. this is how you win. You get the granular points. It'll be April, but it won't be that date. <laughs> and there you go. Here, I'm opening up my April calendar. Here, scroll, scroll, scroll. I'm stuck on December. It won't scroll. There it goes. Now it's scrolling. Now it's going. There we go. Now we're gone. April 26th. April 26th. Okay. Yep. All out. Thank you. <clears throat> Number three. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 12 HD will be revealed for PS4, PS3, and Vita. Okay. Vita. Mm-hmm. The reason I think all platforms is going to be very Japanese-centric. Um, this was teased a while ago, um, and, in, and it kind of insinuated that they wanted to do it. I think now is the time to reveal that, and uh, I think, it'll, yeah, I think they'll announce it. And I think I also think I mean, it's not a prediction, but I think that, you know, the Final Fantasy seven trophies leaked. Um, they're up. So I think that the game will be published during the show. Like oh, wow. On the store. Very, very nice. So I think awesome. this will kind of all go hand in hand. Gotcha. And you can get it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a little more of a surprise if the trophies didn't go up. Eh. They'd pass what are you going to do? What so, are you going to do? It has to happen yeah. sometimes. Somebody's got to do something screwed up. Number three for me. Hideo Kojima is in the building. And I'm leaving it at that. That's it? I, yeah. I don't... Because he, he's a, making his own first party studio? 
no too soon for that yeah that's the thing is and that's that's where it gets weird with me i think it's a we have a very interesting timeline sinking up here the rumor's always been right that he's he's on the leash with konami until december it is now december early december he's finally going to be free him and jeff Keeley are super close figure he'd come down to the game awards if he's already in la mm. why not pop up to san francisco and say hey then there was that whole thing where the, him and cerny out to dinner or whatever right they're friends i'm not reading into that that he's in a first party he's getting his own mm. studio he's blah, blah 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 not nor am i reading into it at the game awards he's gonna come out and have a teaser trailer for whatever the fuck he's doing next no but i don't something's going on i think there's always a chance for something going on with kojima and this is what i'm saying there's absolutely always a possibility of that he's doing something weird he's gonna be there <sighs> That's all. Oh, that's your next one. Okay. Yeah. Number four, PS3 and Vita will both get permanent price cuts. <clears throat> I don't know what to, but you don't want to make those. They'll both get like slashed in price. Yeah. What is PS3 now? Two hundred. Yeah, I think one ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you maybe one forty nine ninety nine, and then yeah. Vita maybe ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds good. And that would explain more of those the blue Vitas mm-hmm. going into GameStop or whatever, getting gearing up for that business. Piss people off with their Black Friday sales. I'll tell you yeah, what. Number four for me. No fewer. Then five PlayStation Vita games will be announced on the PSX keynote stage by Geo Corsi. My favorite, one of my favorite segments from last year's PSX. And I thought what really defined what PSX was and will be going forward was when Geo got up in a hockey jersey. It was like, hey, you guys are always talking about us not supporting it, so let's talk about what we're doing. You know what I mean? I think Some of those games still aren't out. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> True. I, I think this will be their chance to do it again, though, and show like, hey, we do have stuff coming, and we, you know, there's all this doom and gloom in the air about it, but PlayStation Vita is a platform for us still, and especially for you, you guys, the audience that would come to San Francisco to see a conference all about PlayStation. We know you care about your Vita. Throw them up, and then we'll all throw them up, and then they're going to come on and go, Freedom Wars 2, Patapon Collection. That's not part of my prediction. Um, man. Uh, by the way, I was looking. Five hundred gigabyte PS3 is two forty nine ninety nine. So you have to Jeez, assume. So you really? have to assume on Amazon. You know, so one ninety nine ninety nine maybe. But it would I would be wiser to go lower than that. Wow, that seems high though. Could have sworn I saw them at Target. I mean, that is expensive. Yeah. Maybe they're rare, and so they're probably marking mm, them up now. I don't maybe that's so. the deal. Maybe that is. Um. Deal. Final guess. Uh. PSN name changes are real. Uh. Enacted early twenty sixteen. Okay. Yeah. You want to put a price on them? No, I don't know if they'll say anything about it yet. I think that, you know, if Tydex, our friend, is right, and who knows if he is, uh, it seems like it's going to be done with, a, like, a workaround on your, on your... You have to, like, go on a computer and log in and, like, do it that way. So I think that they're... So I think that they'll figure that out later. And maybe, maybe it's going to be part of, like, update 4.0 or something, too. Maybe they talk about that whole update, and that's part of it. But I think that... I think... I think... I have confidence that he's right. Breadfan35 went to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ just like you can to be part of the show and says, I predict that we will not get to change our PSN names. It will be revealed at the PS I Love You XOXO panel that at Tidex is actually a troll account created by none other than Shuhei Yoshida at YoSP himself, created for the sole purpose to give Colin hope for a better tomorrow, only to see it come crashing down before his very eyes. That's nefarious, I'm, but possible. I know. I would not put that past you one bit or whatever. You know what I'm saying over there? Uh, my final one, and this is the crazy over the moon, it won't happen thing, but I like saying it because it does happen. It's cool. I just put Rockstar Cometh. I think it, th- th- we always talk about what the fuck happened with the agent. You know what I mean? Do they owe Sony an exclusive now? That's the what word. does all That's that the mean? Rumor. Da, da, da. I think if they do, then this. I think they come out and talk about it here. 
have a trailer, have a thing of That'd a, be pretty cool. a game name, whether it's the agent, whether it's something different now, but Rockstar has to say something. And when I say Rockstar says something, you know, the Hauser brothers aren't going to come out mm-hmm. at least, you know, Shuhei or Sean Layden kicking to this trailer from Rockstar. But I think this is the one where Rockstar finally has something to say to whatever the hell of this would be pretty was. cool. That'd be awesome. I think overall that this is going to be a pretty big show. Like, yeah. I think this is going to be a pretty big one. Last year was pretty good, too. I mean, I, I think that this is going to be a pretty big one for PlayStation fans. I agree with you 100%. And I think that's the, you know, reason it works is that it's going to be big for us. What does that mean? That means Sony Ben says what the hell they're doing. You right. know what I mean? It says, hey, here's a whole bunch of Vita games and release dates. And yeah, where the hell is this stuff? What the, What's going on with Day of the Tentacle? Where you know, is Big Fest still alive somewhere? <laughs> what the hell's Trophies going on? Are live. It's I know they are, somewhere. but there's no sign of the game. Um, Colin, I want to check in with a few listeners. Okay. To s- tell you a little bit there. We can poke holes in their theories. That here. sounds fantastic. This one, I think, is crazy. Six Cody Nine says a PlayStation 4 slash Vita bundle will be announced. The ship has sailed on that, yeah, hasn't I don't it? Think, I don't think so. That has to be now like that's a retailer thing where Walmart's like, I have too many Vitas, so let's put them together in some kind yeah. of deal. And it's not in the same box all published and looking good. Corey C04 went to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and says, I predict that Sony announces two AAA exclusives for the PlayStation 4 tomorrow, not from first party studios, but second party studios. So two AAA second party games. How's that how's that sit with you? No, I don't think so. I think that I I think that it's possible maybe getting one, but like, what is your definition of AAA in that respect? Like, yeah, like is Hell Divers is an A game probably. Like, Rhyme is a hell an A game. And I think we would have we would have undersold Hell Divers at first glance, right? That's the other thing. So yeah, I, I maybe, but I I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that might be the direction they're going in. So I have two more from Corey C zero okay. four. Another prediction is that Dragon Quest Builders will be receiving an American port for the PlayStation Four and Vita. Yeah, that, that sounds re- that, I that sounds realistic and a real one for mm-hmm. sure. And this is the interesting one that's been kicked around, but he's the one who posted it. A new God of War will be announced, and it will be a whole new story involving North Norse mythology instead of Greek. I've heard that rumor before. I've heard. That, I actually think that that's a, a rumor about the God of War game, but I don't know for sure. I've heard that too. It's for sure. Everyone's kicking it around. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're rumor mongering it based on, but I would think that's that gets me more excited. Something different, right? Somebody new to yell, right. not just Ares. All these different things. Uh, driver underscore drama says SOCOM remastered I can dream right no it's not gonna happen I know uh, that H hour game I think is kind of supposed to be yeah but that's out remember when we talked about that and it was like all of a sudden that was already out and we're like oh was it on no. PS4 though no not on PS4 well I mean it's a you know SOCOM's a PlayStation game I hear you I'm just saying that it seemed like there were a lot of people talking about H hour and then no. all of a sudden nobody was talking about H hour that's true yeah. that, that's the big problem I got right there and let's see real quick this is uh, this is more of a question you ready Toad's Ritter 74 says, howdy, 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 Colin and Greg. Last year at PSX Keynote, EA came on stage and announced that they were giving away three games during the event. Need for Speed Most Wanted on Vita, Mirror's Edge on PS3, and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare on PS4. Do you think such an announcement will be repeated at this year's PSX? If so, what company comes out on stage and which other games do they give away? I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessary. I think it's necessary, but I do think it's a great way to get uh, a third party involved that really, you know, I have nothing really to show right now or talk about, but we do want to show you guys how cool this event is and how much we appreciate your support as PlayStation people. Here's the, here's the thing about this. And EA and them are closer than ever. Yeah. They are in Activision too. The, I don't want to see any third parties. That, like, that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't want any of them there. Like that, and it's not about like the, the games being good or bad. They make great games. Yeah. That's not what this event's about to me. This is about PlayStation. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. what are the games from first and second party developed by Sony Studios or published by Sony, supported and funded by them? Like, what? And like, and then indies. Sure. You know, that could be on. That they're giving platform. a leg up to the whole, right. the, you know, Geo and Adam Boys and all them, their whole team, what they're working on. It's, it's, it's too. There's only enough a certain amount of time. They can go long, I think, here. I mean, this is like yeah, what we kind of want. Yeah, they're totally going to go long. But right? this is not, I mean, uh, will they be there? I'm sure they'll be there because this is the kind of, you have to you have to pay lip service to Ubisoft and Activision. You, know, you have to do these kinds of things. And this, I'm sure this is in the paperwork when they sign their deals, um, you know, for exclusivity and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is why Activision, you know, Destiny is like shoved down everyone's throats, frankly, at every one of these shows. Um, also, people like Destiny. People do, but I mean, we, we see a lot. I mean, we've seen a lot of this fucking game now. Like a lot of it. Yeah. Every fucking conference. Yeah. It's like enough. You know? And, uh, so I think with this particular thing, to your point of like, you know, this is kind of where um, PlayStation fans go. This is not like where general sure. interest people are. This is like you got to talk about your games, like your games yeah, um, and your hardware and your initiatives and your plans. And so I wouldn't be disappointed to see no one with a third party game. Sure. You know, um, I want to see like the studio. It would be even cool. Like I would love. God, if I if I could have if I could write this conference the way I would do it, even if the, you know most of the studios aren't ready to go, but I'd have every one of the studios on stage at one time or another, and I'd go and I'd be like, all right, so now it's like Polyphony comes out and it's Kazanori and he's talking about Gran Turismo, and then you know, and then it's it's uh, you know Grill Cambridge and they're talking about rigs and it's and, and but even studios that we don't know like Sucker Punch comes out and they're just like you know Infamous was this this and this and here's you know we're thinking about doing blah 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 and we'll have more you know like showcase your guys yeah yeah you know showcase your studios and your games. That's like what this event should be about. Mm, interesting, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, you, you, your conference is kind of boring. Just people talking. I don't need to see fucking Nate Fox up there being like, "I can't show you anything." Would you rather I'm see Nate Fox? Let me, let me. That's not the way Nate Fox talks. Hey, everybody, who knows me? I'm Nate Fox. <laughs> who wants some candy? He's <laughs> just reaching into his pockets, giving out throw lozenges. Um, I feel like I disagree. Would you rather see Nate Fox or Brian or one of these guys go up on stage, right, yeah, yeah. and talk about Sucker Punch for five minutes, or do you want to see another fucking Destiny Taken King trailer? Because that's what you're going to see. You're not going to. No, you won't. A lot of people put in the comments. I didn't pull any of them because I think it's a, a no-brainer that Destiny will be there and something will happen with Destiny. But I don't think it'd be Taken King. I think it's time for them to start talking about their next thing already because that's how this cycle works, right? They have to get people excited for the next thing. I don't know. Like I don't you know about don't that. know. You're right. Like an, or like Assassin's Creed DLC or something. It's like sure. Which so would you rather see Nate Fox go up there and fucking talk about whatever the fuck it is Nate Fox talks about, or you you want to see you know that that's the point I'm trying to make. And I, I, I as a PlayStation fan, I'd rather get into the nitty gritty of like, you know, the first party. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. That's acceptable. I understand where your heart's at, but I think that's where the panels come into. You do want an exciting press conference with announcements and things, and like I, I mean, what we're saying makes sense, but. We all, but we also just said they're going to go long. Probably right. It's going to be what an hour and a half, two I hours. Said that they could, and I think that they will. They will. Yeah. And I mean, to feel they like, like they like their long press conference. Sure. And I, but again, this is what we talked about again. Like we've said it before. And I think we talked with uh, with Shuhei about it at E three, right? Of the fact that E three conferences need to be tight and they need to be exciting. And they need to be this. Whereas the PSX last year, Geo Course could get up there, just be like, "Hey guys, what's up? Let's talk about this." Da da da. You know what I mean? Giving an Islander jersey this year to wear. You should do it. Actually, that'd be good. <clears throat> what, what jersey was wearing last? A year? PlayStation oh, okay. jersey. Okay. Cool. Um, no, yeah, so we'll see. I, I we I, will see. I think it's uh, it's gonna be an exciting and, and a fun event. I think we're gonna have a good time there. Oh, we will have a great time. That was the water bottle. I don't like the water bottle talking. That's weird to me. I don't want to move on yet. That was a good point. That was a good way to end. But I have two. Uh, two. I have at least one question here. All right, James T. Skywalker 
wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ about PSX and says, hey, Greg and Colin, one thing I'm hoping to hear about a PlayStation experience this week is the expansion of PlayStation View. <laughs> Next story. More channels, <laughs> more package options in more cities. The service will be available. And I, I know you couldn't even get through it. <laughs> I know the last thing people want to hear more about at a PlayStation press conference or any press conference for that matter is talk about other media services. But PlayStation View, like PlayStation Now to a lesser extent, seems to be Sony's way of future proofing the PlayStation brand and could genuinely be a quote unquote game changer. And you put a little copyright C there in the world of cord cutting and Internet based cable services. Do you think we'll hear anything about PlayStation View at PSX or... <laughs> Or will Sony save that for January CES conference in Las Vegas? Yeah, this seems like more of a CES thing. To, but I, I mean, it's possible. I, I it is it is funny. We laugh at View just like we laugh at now. But people people do use these things, and I've actually yeah. I've anecdotally heard a few good things about View for people. Yeah. So, um, not for me. I don't. I'm not interested. I love how you find it. You find it fucking hilarious. I, I, and it's like, it's one of those things that honestly, I would not be surprised. I would not be at all surprised if they started talking about PlayStation View. It's just like, we're talking about all this crazy shit. And then like, the, you're the, you're the, you're the poor fucking PlayStation View guy sandwiched in between whatever, like all these indie games that look super exciting. Then your PlayStation View bit. And then the, like fucking debut of Sony Ben's game. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, who likes TV? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the other thing is like, we talk about all the time that, you know, the mistakes Microsoft made, right? And, like, talking about these services was their mistake at the launch, right? And trying to build a console on that. Call of Duty, TV, sports, sports, yeah, yeah. Call, sports, of sports Call of Duty, Call of Duty, sports, TV, television, television. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. That's super I love that. Great. I love that super cut, too, where every once in a while they're just stopping to have someone say something that, like, has nothing to do with those three words, too. Yeah. It's so good. Halo. <laughs> all right our final question about psx before we switch over to just regular old reader mail comes from game on parker who says hello colin and greg hello with playstation experience fast approaching i'm excited to see what sony is going to show off personally i hope to see sucker punch's new game revealed at the conference do you think it's a safe bet that sucker punch will be there what other studios do you think will be at the conference i love you both and you're always kind of funny parker i'll be shocked if sucker punch me is too i i would i'd love that i would love 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 that but i don't think they can't be ready I don't think they're ready, and I also think that they might have moved into that. We're talking about the spectrum, right? Where I think Sony Ben makes sense. We get it. You guys get who Sony Ben is. They can come out and be a big name, and this is their big step. I feel like Sucker Punch made that big step, and the fact that like I always think back to when I was at IGN, we're sitting there watching the PlayStation Four reveal event. And I heard Nate Fox's voice before I saw him because they did like a wide shot. And I grabbed Damon and I freaked out. And he didn't know what's happening. I was like, it's Nate, and it was like for me that was like them like they're up now you know what i mean forever i i think for a long time they're elevated now the way you thought about them was a little bit like naughty dog's little brother and like i remember like when the infamous you're better with timelines than me infamous 2 came with the uncharted no infamous 1 came with the uncharted 2 2 beta beta, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i remember talking to nate and saying that nate was totally fine with it like they were appreciative of that moniker but like that was them moving and ascending to like we can be on the main stage and announce a game and everybody's gonna be excited about it because you know who we are now and i think going forward that's who they are right that is an e3 announcement maybe maybe it is a game awards thing i don't think it is this year but maybe that's you know how you work it in but i think that's how you yeah they, them it's this. they cannot possibly be ready yet i i know that shuhei told us at e3 that he had played their like what they're working on but you have to assume he you know shuhei seeing games that are not in state to be shown i'm, right. I'm sure he's playing very loose you know, vertical slices or just like sitting down at people's stations and fucking yep, around yep, the game. Wireframes. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't think that he's played the game. Yeah. Game. He didn't know? put on his PSR VR headset to play this game. Exactly. Because at the time he told us that, um, 
First Light was... God, First Light came out this year, didn't it? So... Did it? I think so. I'll do, I'll do, I'll give you a fact check on that. That, I mean, it's possible. It sounds crazy. I think it did. I believe you, because I always believe you. I think it did. Um... But even if it didn't, like there, there, there's just not enough time separated from the DLC and from the and from Second Son itself. So, um, no, I don't think you'll see them here. I think you'll August see them in 2014. 2014. Okay, so no, but there's still not enough time. So, yeah, you're right. It was August because I platinumed it. And I'm like, I don't think I platinumed it this year. Um, so that would give them, assuming they all took you know, time off, assuming that most of the team didn't even move on to the DLC. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, that, I mean, that is eighteen months or so. But I don't. I uh, that's a waste. I, I I feel like even if they're ready to go, you hold them for E3. Yeah. You know. You but have again, I, the Game Awards might be your out. The Game Awards, you could do a trailer and get a big pop for it, and like this is a big thing, and then have them do more. That's I've always th- thought it interesting the way that I don't. N- there's this weird relationship between Game Awards, VGAs, and PlayStation Experience, right? Where it's like. I, last year, I expected there to be more trailer ends and people like see more PlayStation, and that didn't really happen. You know what I mean? And like, I, if you're gonna do, if I, and maybe the fact is because there wasn't as much first party stuff last year. Maybe this year would be that. If I was Sony and I wanted to debut stuff on Game Awards and like you know ride that into this PlayStation experience like hype, that's how I would play it, right? Of like my trailer ends and I'm telling you to go see this or have whoever's introducing and say to see more. I don't know. That would be the out though. I I, I do think the Game Awards slash VGAs for history are a big enough stage to reveal a Last of Us from Naughty Dog when you already know you love those people and not have it be E three. But here's this thing, this thing you need to know about and get excited about. Yeah, I think that the, I think you're right, but I also think there's some conflict in announcing games at the Game Awards and then like two days later having your own conference. I feel like true. That's true. There is a like why you know like at the end of the day like why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Sucker Punch is not going to be at the show. I I I just can't imagine that that they're going to be there. I don't think that makes sense. And if I was if if I was smart, you know, they can do this two ways. They can either play it really smart, which they've been doing for a while, and just trickle things out, which I think they're going to do, or they could just go fucking nuts. You know, they could just absolutely go crazy and just announce fucking ten games if they wanted to. Yeah. But why? Like yeah, what's no the, reason like, to burn no. it all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not to say that they won't have anything new at E3 to talk about. It's just to say like you just spread these things out. They've been really quite thoughtful about not like announcing games too far ahead of time, with the exception of the Witness. So it's like, which The Witness was announced like <laughs> February 2013. Jonathan Blow said he just had to keep putting more puzzles in. Um, I'm I I feel like that I feel like that game people really care about that game. And I feel like no one cares about that game now. I don't I don't know if, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just like my anecdote. I remember people talking and talking yeah, and talking I, about that game, and I have not seen anyone give a flying fuck about that game in in quite some time. My thing about it, I think, is that it just, it's in your people's excitement is in hibernation it's in stasis you know what i mean because like you at first you get announced you get excited because it's you know this new game from jonathan blow that you haven't seen in so long or whatever right you haven't seen or heard from him Mm. and then here it is you're excited and then yeah you have nothing to do so you don't talk about it but when we're on top of it i think people would be excited for it things will happen again um imo yeah i don't know i i just think you have to the what uh, we've said it before but what bethesda did has set an important precedent that I think is going to be followed from now on. There's no, and EA is doing the same thing. And like, there, there's no reason to, you can announce maybe ahead of time or tease, but there's no reason to show anything. And like Andromeda is a great example. Like we still have, that Andromeda mm-hmm. is supposed to be like this time next year. It should be already be out by this time. So we don't know a fucking thing about it. Great. Nothing. Don't need to. Um, there's some stuff that is leaked about like what it might be about and all this kind of stuff, but aliens, uh, it's some space aliens travel and space travel. Um, like the Mako's back apparently and shit like that and all you know how they get it in that gallery I don't know 
I still told you my the- I think my theory is fucking sound. You know, sound is a pound as far as like the connection to the between the Mass Effect trilogies is going to be. I really do believe in the third Andromeda trilogy game. You will come back to the galaxy. I like. I agree with you. I think that's too far out. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened earlier in the series. You know what I mean? No, I hope. I hope it doesn't. I hope at the you end figure- of the second one that they te- like you. Maybe you go through like you find a wormhole or a mass relay. Yeah, that brings you back. I and see, you find the ruined galaxy. I feel right? like, I feel at the end of one is when it's revealed that there is a tie to the original trilogy and there's going to be a connection and then cut to credits. You know what I mean? You have to figure out. You have to, you know, worry about it later. I'm excited. And, you know, I'm yeah. really excited about fuck that. Game. Yeah, we are. I keep looking at the Mass Effect trilogy on my because I have all three of them on PS1 or PS1 on <laughs> PS3, but like the end, not the trilogy, but yeah, the individual yeah. ones. Um, and uh, I am just like. I want to go back and play them again. Yeah, no, me too. That's why They're I so wish. Good. I and it's one of those things where we bitch about remasters and all, or you know, just collections in general. I'd love them to put it on PS4 and get trophies for it. There, I think and do they all will. This stuff. I hope they do. But EA says they don't want to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, they say that. That, that would be. But th- this is one of those things. But that, they also say they do what the gamers want. And I'm telling you right now, Peter Moore. I want it. They're not stupid people. Like that. I understand that generally. Like that. You know, they didn't, for instance, they didn't put Mirror's Edge out. Like I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Like. So they do have like they do show a lot of restraint. If I was them, I'd be like, you know, Mirror's Edge, twenty bucks, you know. But the Mirror's Edge fire is so small. I feel like you try to you try to get. Oh, I'm gonna toss a bunch of wood on it. You, you're gonna you know put Smother, it out. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like with Mass Effect, that's so obvious. Like that's so obvious, and especially if you can, if your save data connects to the new one in a way you don't even understand, mm. which I think would be fucking awesome. Even if it like took the data latent, like in a latent way, and just stored it. Sure. In some sort of way in the save data that then the second and third games can know in some respect that you went back and played those games like it doesn't even matter like right away. Right. Which I think is something that they're kind of, you know, ambitious enough to do um, to be able to take your choices from the original game, especially because a lot of people were disappointed with how the, you know, the the like what I always described as the diamond shaped storytelling thing where it starts small and it get, ends up big and then it ended up small again. I always knew it was going to happen. I don't know why people were surprised by that. What I don't know what the fuck you expect them to do. Yeah. You wanted like 15 different fucking endings. Are you kidding me? Um, so of course it was going to go like, you know, that, sure. but for people that were disappointed about that, th- they could go back and be like, well, here's your answer. You know, maybe we, you know, you should have waited a little bit before you complain because <laughs> you know, your choices might actually have a huge, given us seven answer. years. You've given us a good segue to reader mail. Colin. Mail a cocktail. Ooh, I didn't want to say another one. That was too good. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, reader mail is brought to you by Squarespace. We built kind of funny.com with it. So you should build yours too. head over to squarespace.com. Use the code kind of funny to get 10% off. And that's kind of funny. One word to get 10% off your new subscription. Build it. Beautiful. Nice. Uh, we have a question about mass effect from Logaboga who wrote in to kind of funny.com slash PSQ and says, hello, Greg and Colin. Hello. I'm a massive Mass Effect fan, and it is my favorite series of all time. So I wanted to ask simply, what is your favorite moment in the Mass Effect series? For me, it would be either the party during the Citadel DLC or Morden's goodbye in Mass Effect 3. P.S. I love you. What's When you say favorite Mass Effect moment, Colin, what jumps up to you? Honestly, it's like the assault on Earth in the beginning of Mass Effect 3. I think it's fucking awesome. Mm. Like, I, I loved that. Like Because what Mass Effect did a really nice job of is like the, the spatial nature of the galaxy everything seemed really far away like even if you went to the solar system which you could do to like explore jupiter you know the, the ash giants or whatever earth was just there like there was nothing really happening there and i love how like eventually like it, everything comes home to roost and like and everything goes the fuck off on earth i think that that's like a really cool and it was a scary scene i remember i remember that very well like running 
through the headquarters and out the building and like this shit just like meteor looking things flying down yeah. the reapers are have arrived on earth like i really loved the visual of that and i i think that it was i think mass effect 3 is um extremely underrated like generally just from a, a narrative perspective and stuff um i understand that people think 2 is probably the best but i i i i think that that was really cool i liked how dire it was from the very beginning like it was, it's over you know like it's yeah. it's no matter what happened in Mass Effect 3, it started in such a way that, like, it's done. You know, like, like it, the Reapers are destroying this planet. Like, they're destroying everything. Yeah. And uh, I liked that. I thought it was really clever. So, I mean, that's what stood out to me. I also liked going to the, um, the moon and Mars. I liked all the stuff that was, like, close. So. Sure. Yeah, where it's like we get to do the things we haven't been able to do in our, our lifetime. Uh, for me, it's Mass Effect 2, and it is uh, Jacob's story and Jack's story. They're personal missions where you have to like, hey, can you come help me do this? And for Jacob, it's like, hey, can we go look into my father's yeah, experience? Probably. And then Jack and is like, the, sure. And like Jack's like, hey, the mental institution. Right? Go to my yeah orphanage or whatever. Oh, the the orphanage, was. That would and I remember like Jacob's. I remember like there's like if I remember this correctly, and I might not be. It's like it's like you know, it's a it's a plan for Jacob's mission. It's like you know set back a ways, right? So it's kind of like wildernessy, like you know, like uh, uh, loincloths kind of. Oh crap, right, you know what uh, I mean? And I remember running. And you, you find like, like data pads. And all you were running shit. like up. a I, I want to say a spiral of a mountain or something, something like that, though. But I remember going up this thing and increasingly getting faster and faster, like on my own of like, I got to know what is happening. What has happened to this guy's dad? And you're finding the data pads doing all this different stuff. And then Jax was, yeah, you're going through and she's telling you stories and you're reading these stories and you're like, this is so fucked up. You know what I mean? Like those are like poignant moments in this game that's about crazy looking aliens and all these fucking goofy things and mining and all this other shit but these were moments where i was like i was so just like like laser focused on what was happening in that moment in that story what how i could help these people out so that when you get to the end and they're like we're with you now you know i'm with you or whatever on this one shepherd you're like fuck yeah you are and i'm with you you know what i mean like nobody's gonna hurt you again jack i'll make sure of it you know what i mean i won't have anybody talking shit about you made sweet love to her yeah, I did. I think down there no, a little bunk area. I had to go with Miranda. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Oh no! I, well, I'm, I'm technically I'm with Garrus. Oh, okay. Garrus is how where my shepherd went. She loves Garrus. Miranda was. I did. I did special. fuck my assistant or whatever in the shower. Oh right, right, right. But that was like what? Garrus doesn't care. That wasn't like a real relationship. Remember? She just wanted to. She, yeah, she, she wanted. She done. wasn't bang. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. I respect that. Yeah, and Garrus didn't care because he's some kind of weird fucking cockroach alien guy. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't read. He has all no of feelings. It. I didn't read. <laughs> I mean, all the codex. He's happy to be alive, I guess. Uh, Waba wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ, just like you can. It says, last week you talked about embargoes. Being industry insiders, what was the hardest secret you've ever had to keep about a new game slash news? Thanks, Evan. P.S. I want to love you. You already know. Still in progress. Right? Yeah. I, I, things I, I know that I've been yeah, yeah. like, I, there's thing. There's a few things that I can't wait for people to know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, but of the things I, that have passed, old things. Uh, for me, I jumped to Last of Us. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I we found out long, not long before, but a couple weeks or whatever. Like when it all started leaking the ant videos and yada yada yada, we were told that like okay, yeah, and it's Naughty Dog. And we, I remember, I remember being told that at a bar, and I was like, what? Like how does? Because like that was the thing is like we all discounted it. Remember, even when the, the this is the way we're discounting Sucker Punch. Remember when the newspaper came out, like in Uncharted Three, that had the thing about the fungus. Every everyone was like, "Oh, how cute! They're making a reference to this other campaign for this other first party game." You know, no one thought it was Naughty Dog because how could they turn it that fast? You don't release Uncharted. Yeah, I think they told us. Someone told us that 
they were so scared that that was left in and then relieved yeah. when no one even like when, they, when everyone, nobody nobody connected yeah. it that way everybody's like, like oh holy it's just, shit it's just this different angle dodged a really bullet cool. on that yeah. one because um, remember yeah that was the thing where the last of us reveal was supposed to have happened before uncharted mm-hmm. 3 came out which is interesting because i was just saying that's not how it happened that's why this wouldn't happen this way yeah i'd find facts uh, games that uh let me think here i mean there's a lot i mean i uh Are you rubbing the mic? I am. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I, we we learn a lot of things early. Yeah. But I, I will say some of the things that have not come to pass yet are going to be fucking awesome. Like, there's there's one in particular that I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to like that one. Is it the one? Hmm? Is it the one that I'd be thinking of? Um... The one I told you about like a week or two ago. Oh, I was going way back then. Okay. The oh, one we've known about for a long time. Well, that too. Well, yeah, but I'm just—I didn't know if that's what you're talking about right now. All right, let's no. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm like the pitcher. You know what I mean? The catcher's throwing me signs here off the iPad. I'm like, like, no, not that one. Not this one. Not this one. Here we go. Uh, It's a bit long, so pack a lunch and sit down. Okay. Ultra Soundwave wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ, just like you can. It says, hey, guys, I've recently gone through Dying Light for a second time on PlayStation 4. Loved the game the first time around, and I'm enjoying it even more the second time. I went back and read some reviews and found one in particular that really bothered me. The one by Jim Sterling. I'm not disputing the fact that he gave it a 5 out of 10 and called it mediocre because he's entitled to his opinion. Then he puts in parentheses as a joke, even though he's wrong. But my problem is the fact that he openly admits he didn't finish the game. By his own admission in his review, he says he only got about roughly 10 hours into the game and less than halfway through the story before deciding to before deciding he'd seen enough my question is do you agree with this style of reviewing products imagine if someone else had done this with bioshock or mass effect 3 or so on and so forth the sixth sense halfway through he tosses out here how do you guys feel so on and so forth long time fan from the great country of wales in the uk p.s wales loves you xoxo i've known wales have loved me for a long time since i saw for you willie i always talk about this on Case by case isn't a good terminology for it. I think there is something to it. When we were when we reviewed games, the objective for me always was to finish the game because you don't want to get into one of these situations. I remember I always talk about this. Hot Shots Golf Open T2 came out, right? I had a burned UMD. That's how they, they gave you like preprint UMDs or whatever. And in my review, I'm like, I'm a huge Hot Shots fan. I loved Open T1. My problem with it, uh, this one feels a little too similar. To that. And they took away replay camera, WTF, you know what I mean? And then for some reason on the retail disc or the retail UMD, it did have replay camera. It just never clicked in my burned copy. You know what I mean? There's no way to reach out to Sony and ask if that's really missed. Cause like what, it, how do you do that to, don't tip your hand and yada, yada, yada. Right. so like that's a situation i knew i never wanted to relive so it was always very much like i want to beat every game i play did it happen fuck no there's uh, for me it, there was always the, you know the old adage of whatever i forget who it was of like and it sounds really that's actually really negative connotation but basically the fact of like when i'm playing a game especially if it isn't about story for me i can tell you within a few hours mechanically what i think of it right and so if i'm not playing through to get to the sixth sense, sense moment you know what i mean if 
I, you're in your head to the point of like, well, at no point is this going to, they could, you know, come out at the end and everybody's naked. And I'm like, well, that didn't solve anything for me. Like, that's not my complaint. My story isn't the complaint that I think you can get away with it. But of course, for me, the objective always was to roll credits. That makes sense. Mm. I'm not. So to Jim's thing, I haven't watched or read his review. I don't know hundred percent what, where his complaints were. I can't speak to that, but I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that happening. It's, you know what I mean? Like, especially when you're openly admitting it, that's the other thing too, is like, the fact of the matter is there's tons of reviews up all over the place. We talk about this all the time. It's the best time to be a consumer. You know what Colin likes. You know what I like. So if we he likes a game and I don't like the game, you can. who are you more like? You get to go that way. It's the same thing here where it's like, does Jim need to invest 80 hours into a game that eight other people have invested 80 hours into? Because you could go and cobble together opinions, all that, and you're going for personality. And yeah, da, da, da. yeah, I think that I can see it both ways. I think that yeah, that was always my goal too. But it was my goal so so that I could be thorough, but also so that there you know you were above reproach if yep. you know things happened. Um, but there were games that I reviewed that I didn't finish, but I, that I felt like I played very thoroughly. Tales of Exilia uh, Two is a good example. I played it for forty hours, and I'm like, okay, that's enough. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't. And some people are mad, like you didn't even finish the game. And I'm like, Monster Hunter. Like, I kept getting put up. on Monster Hunters, and it's like I get Monster Hunter. Right. I'm not I can't I'm doing other things here for the job and my life I can't sit there and play as much as I don't I think I'd be freedom wars when I when I reviewed it I think I got really far into it but yeah. I'm like okay I get it like there's yeah, a point, exactly, there's a point exactly. where there's a you point where it. you get it and and it's so maybe Jim just felt that way about dying light I, I think that you know it's possible that he had a totally valid opinion on the game and I also don't think that you have like the whole what I say the Final Fantasy 13 mantra of like well the game gets better later it's like that's not, that's, that's, that's just that's not applicable excuse. to me that's just not applicable yeah. to me like I just don't care like if the game's not good in the first 10 or 20 hours, if it's a big game like that, then that's that game's problem, not mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that you can have an opinion, a valid opinion on a game without beating it. I don't think it's necessarily ideal. I think, I mean, you look at us right now, especially in, especially to put us in the same By room. the way, it's not true. I did beat Freedom Wars. I didn't do the, because I was thinking I, I that fucking last boss was a pain in the ass. So I oh, you do like all the, the special right, right. reclamation missions and all yeah. that shit at the end. Yeah. I'm so, we got to talk everybody. I got to figure out how to platinum Freedom Wars. That's something I'd like to work on with everybody playing again in December. I feel like it's a good time. Mm. But I feel like that's a forum thing. Get a thread going. Figure out how to play multiplayer. I got to find a bunch of level eights, code eights. It's going to be a whole thing for the Panopticon. Uh, but that's, I mean, you want to talk about this and like, it's when the word review gets attached and I, I'm assuming scores get attached. Yeah, he did score it, right? Like, we talk about games all the time. Like, you're playing Fallout. You've played 25 hours. You have an opinion. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. playing Tomb Raider right now. I haven't beaten Tomb Raider. I'm going to, but I have an opinion. I'm like, that's how it is. Like, you know what I mean? If I stopped to- playing Tomb Raider right now, would my opinion no longer be valid? It's different. It's different criteria and set of circumstances for what you want out of your video game reporting. GB Lopez wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ just like you can. It says, greetings, Colin and Greg. I've played most big releases this year. Witcher 3, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Metal Gear Solid 5. And while these games were highly praised by the gaming community, they left me feeling unsatisfied and disappointed. I tried my best to get into these games, but I simply couldn't. Unlike Until Dawn, my game of the year so far, none of these games got me hooked no matter how much I tried to like them. So my question is, have you guys ever tried really hard to like a game that that is highly praised but simply couldn't get into it? Love y'all. You guys inspire me every single day and I'm proud to be part of this community. GB Lopez. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. I think I, my example always is Final Fantasy VII. I've started Final Fantasy VII so many times because everybody's like, it's this. It's so amazing. You have to do it. And I get in there and I just can't do it. And even Chrono Trigger, like starting it, that was my big fear. It's like, I've heard this game so great, but is it just going to be another Final Fantasy VII moment where I can't get into it no matter how hard I try? It's way better than Final Fantasy VII. But to my, you don't understand what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm I'm for the record into Chrono Trigger. I'm enjoying it. I'm not into it. I, it's my travel game, which I'm worried about that I'm going to come back and not remember things. Not yeah, that's into bad. It. You shouldn't do that. But I'm traveling a lot. I'm a, you know we're going to Seattle and doing a million other things. So we'll see. But yeah, it happens all the time. Don't feel bad about it. Different strokes for different folks. Amen. Colin knows all about it. Yeah, Assassin's Creed I think is always the example I use. Mm. Uh, two and three specifically. I spent. I mean, I platinum two just to prove a point. Um, I still don't know what the point was. Uh, now that you, you're above report. Repro- yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I played it. Very this is my opinion, and you can't it. say anymore that I just don't get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, those are the examples I use. But yeah, of course, I, I, I try to give games uh, their fair shake because sometimes that you see something in them if you give it a little bit of time. But I don't think you have to give it too much time. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Subba Phil, not Scuba, because that would make too much sense. Subba Phil. Says maple syrup and skidoos to both of you from Canada. Oh, thank you. What Vita? And I, I'll tell you right now. This starts as one of our like pet peeve questions, but then it gets to a point. What Vita games do you recommend to play on this long flight to PlayStation Experience this weekend? I'll be flying to San Francisco on the fourth and flying back the following Monday. It's a pretty long flight from Eastern Canada with a transfer in between. I probably have ten hours of gameplay each way if I play nonstop. I have. Persona 4 Golden on my Vita, but I've never played it. I've also been thinking about playing through The Wolf Among Us, Tales from the Borderlands, and I've enjoyed and finished Telltale's Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. I have to admit I love trophies, and this may be the perfect opportunity to get a ton of trophies while I'm away from my console in Fallout 4. So in a nutshell, would you recommend playing Persona on the long flight or Telltale's much lighter and less time-consuming games? See you at PSX, longtime fan, Subafil. Well, to start with... Not all those games are on Vita. Tales from the Borderlands is not on Vita. Game so, of Thrones isn't either. Well, no, no. He's saying he's finished. Oh, okay. Walking Dead and Oh, game. okay, right, right. So he was saying that. Okay. Tales from the Borderlands is not on Vita, so you're down to the wolf among us, which roughly, if you do the normal telltale math, five episodes, roughly two hours, maybe a little bit less. You're right in that 10-hour yeah. thing. One way, yeah. That's what, That can occupy one part of his, one leg of his trip. Well, I thought he was saying total. A pretty long flight from Canada. He's from Eastern Canada. Each way. You're right. You're yeah. right. High five. Fucking get up there. Sounds like he's coming. I mean, if he sounds like if he has to transfer, it sounds like he's coming from like the the you know maritime provinces, maybe. Sure, Yucatan Peninsula. The Yucatan Peninsula, exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say Persona Four Golden. You could, you could, yeah, you could get Wolf Among Us and have one and a half of your thing covered, but then what are you doing the second half? The problem is, is that you're not gonna finish. You know what I mean? There's no way you're gonna beat Persona Four in twenty hours, ten hours. So you got to get in there. You gotta. This is like just the start of your journey, journey into Inaba and into the land. Of Nanako. You need to be here. You need to be there for her. You're her big bro. You could do this here telltale thing on one leg and then do Persona 4 dancing all night mm-hmm. on the way back. Not There's some spoilers, but not really. You won't understand most of this. This is a fucking dancing game. You could do that. You could. What do you think, Carl? I think it's fine. I think Persona's a fine choice. You just do Persona. Just play Persona, all right? You're going to get there, Subafil. We're all going to be wearing our Juness shirts. You're not going to understand what the hell we're talking about. You're going to sicken me. And I'll, I'll throw you what out of the What is the panel. song? Every day, Every day's great at your Juness. Big bro. Fucking great. Nanako, man. If you could tell me right now. Greg Miller, I know you don't want kids. You hate kids. Kids suck. You want to kill every kid you see. But like, you yeah. want a young Japanese girl child? That, that can be your What kid. we'll do is strike down everyone in the house. Colin, Christine, Portillo, Tim... Kevin, because they're the only people here, and you get Nanako, and you just get to raise her from her age and person. I'm like, yeah, sure, done. 
You belong in an institution. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Institution. You ever heard that song? You're the one that crazy. I don't remember. Sounds like a punk song. It is. No, it's definitely a punk song. Final question, Colin. Okay. I'm going to let you have your pick of the dance floor. You ready? Mm-hmm. We have a question about Vitas. We've talked a lot about Vita. I don't want to do that. Um, Old consoles. Okay. PlayStation VR. Mm. Bloodborne 2. Old consoles. PS Noob wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ just like you can to ask your questions and says, Hey, Colin and Greg. Mm. Needless to say, I'm a big fan. Listening to the last podcast was rather serendipitous for me. The scenario you described about Wii gamers shifting to PS4 is exactly what happened to me. After completely buying into the motion control thing a few years back, I felt attracted to more conventional games, exactly as you guys said. This brings me to my question. After getting into and enjoying more conventional, non-gimmicky games, he doesn't sound bitter at all, I am very curious to play some old school games. I refer to the NES, SNES, OG PlayStation, etc. So do you guys think that in this day and age, it is a worthwhile investment to purchase old consoles and games to experience all-time hits, such as Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario Bros. World, God of War, Final Fantasy 7, etc.? Thanks in advance, and keep up the good work. Definitely. Yours, PS New. Definitely, I think so. I think it's totally worth it. If you have the money and the expend, you know the, the 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 income to do it, there's some ways to play a lot of these games on newer consoles. That's the thing. He already, but so, not all of them. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, if he has a Wii, yeah, or a Wii U, he can play a lot of. He played two of the games. That he he says Wii, so let's just say he has original. Well, he can Wii. still play he, both of those games on there. Oh, Super Mario Bros. World is on Wii. Too? Super Mario World, I assume so. It has to be. I mean, that has to be on there. I, I would. I assume that that would be on fucking 3ds. It isn't because everything is. Fucking well, that's weird. different. I, I that I'm game just saying, has, that game has. Don't assume be, anything with Nintendo. That game has got to be on Wii. Um, you'd assume so. Yeah, God so, of War, there's collections you could get. Yeah, you not, on, there, is not, there? not on PS. Well, you can play it on PS now, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, just hold tight. Yeah, that's, there. that's coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that it depends on what you're looking to play. If you're looking to play more obscure games or third-party games, and you might have to go back to that hardware. But yeah, Greg makes a good point that I mean, a lot of the first-party stuff on that's on those hardware, plus big third-party games like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, um, will be available. I would say stuff. at this point, just make a list. What do you feel like you're missing? Where do you need to go? You know what I mean? Figure out. Yeah, 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 and then pick it up and pick go from there. Yeah, I'm tired. It's okay. Take a nap. Well, after this, I really am going to take it. Okay, good. Well, well, okay. We got dinner tonight. I know, but dinner it's, plans. It's, it's... I don't want you to forget and not shower. I already showered. But you shower like three times a day. I'll shower when I get back. Okay, good. Time for a segment called P.S. I Love This Best Friend XOXO. This, of course, is. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Walking in here like. Portillo just like headbutts the door all the way open and then he's here. It's fine. He's making his first ever PS I Love You XOXO uh, appearance. Damn, you came in here like a boss. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. Cordy, come here. What are you doing? Come on. Everybody, this is my wiener dog, Portillo. I don't know if you've ever seen him before. Settle yeah. in here. All right. It's always about you, Porty. PS I Love This Best Friend XOXO. This, is, of course, is when somebody writes in. They go to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ. No, they go to just kindoffunny.com slash forums and then find the PS4. It doesn't matter. You go there, you give us your PSN name with a little story, and we get you some friends. All the best friends out there, you need to go to this person's name on PlayStation. You send them messages, you send them friend requests, you become best friends. This one comes from Alumba31. A-L-U-M-B-A-U-G-H-3-1. And I'll just put it in there, even though this is a different segment. Please, Shuei, let us change our names. He says, hey, guys. The PS4 may be the best-selling current-gen system, but for some reason, all my friends went with the Xbox One. 
Not sure if these people are the kind of people I need in my life. Anyway, I would love to be this week's PS. I love this best friend. XOXO. Thanks. PSN. Alumball 31. A-L-U-M-B-A-U-G-H 31. And he says, PS, I love you. We love you too. Everybody go there. Send Alumba 31. Kind regards. Hashtags of PS, I love you, XOXO. And become his friends. Now it's this week's forgotten PlayStation game. Colin, it's my turn. And you know, this This is the segment where we talk about a game nobody talks about anymore on PlayStation. This one, I joke about a lot, but I haven't given proper credit to in quite some time. I want to talk about calling all cars. I love calling all cars, Colin. Stick, I know where you're going to go. Go ahead and say it. The game's dead. No. The, the servers are dead. Right. Local multiplayer still works okay. for people. And that's the whole thing. We're always talking. We get questions all the time, right? Oh, my girlfriend's into games, but I don't know how to play. They're, I'm sorry. My girlfriend's into games, but there's no co-op games anymore. Or I have a friend coming into town, but there's no the co-op gaming is dead. This, that, the other. It's like, well, sure, if you want to say that on a broad spectrum, but there's games like this on the PS3. Now, it's 10 bucks. Is that a bit much? Probably, because online was a big component of the game, and it's no longer there. But it's 10 bucks for a game that is great. It is a great game. It's cute. It's got a great style to it, and it was fun to play. Like I ta- When I think back to Calling All Cars and all the fun I had with it, it was the first game at IGN that made me bring my, the PS3 home. Because, again, PS3 is ungodly expensive mm-hmm. at launch. Who the fuck would actually pay for these things? I But I'd bring it home for this game, and me, Micah, Andre, a whole bunch of us would sit in the living room and just play it for hours and on end, not playing online, just playing with each other. And it was fun. It was a throwback, Colin, to when there were simpler times, the Smash Brothers sure. around one cube TV. It's a David Jaffe game. It is a David Jaffe game, and I'm not going to hold that against it. <laughs> I want you to know that. Even though this Jaffe motherfucker, every time... He's, gonna, he's always mm, got something to say. Oh, he's got something he's to say. He's always got something to say. We always got to put him in his place. Mm. Let him know. Mm. Lying to us about Twisted Metal. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> now, time to round out the show. Uh, time for PSN's worst name of the week. Of course, you out there, ladies and gentlemen, cannot change your PlayStation Network name. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if this has ever been brought to your attention before, but you are stuck with whatever name you have. So some people go over to kindoffunny.com slash forums where they post their bad names. This one comes from Devin Walker. Devin Walker writes, Greg, Colin, my PSN ID is just putrid. Created in the dark depths of my basement as a youthful PSN ID has become somewhat of a burden. I realized it was really an issue when one day I was shopping at GameStop and an attractive cashier was ranting about having no one to play Freedom Wars with. This story sounds fake, but I enjoy it. She is a fellow trophy whore. Not the, not of the street persuasion, of course, like us. And needed help chipping away at her one million year sentence. Like the arrogant bastard I am, I smugly said, I can help you. I have, plat- I have platinum that game and still enjoy playing from time to time. Excited by the news she just heard, she then asked for my PSN name. My goodness, as I began to speak... The- Let me try this again. Excited by the news she had just heard, and asked for my name. My goodness, as I began to speak that hell-bound tag, I stopped myself and looked around the store. Loaded with youngins and innocent shoppers, I had no choice but to play the goodness, look at the time card, and skedaddle. No way I would reveal the atrocity I have created to the ears of the innocents that surround. As butter, and he puts in parentheses, ass butter. (laughs) A-Z-Z-B-U-D-D-A. As butter, my plague. Shoo. Please let us change our PSN IDs. I will gladly pay you 100 bucks and ask for your hand in marriage. <laughs> Love you, cats. Have a good one. Devin Walker. It's a good one. You want to ask you? Please, Shuey, let us change our names. Let, let us change. We're gonna, by the time the next episode airs, 
we will know if we can change our names or not. And we'll know what Sony Ben's working on, or Colin will go and burn down the state of Oregon. <laughs> I'll be... I'll, Expect me. <laughs> you just you, you just leave the keynote. You just walk right to uh, San Francisco International Airport. Expect me, ladies and gentlemen. This is PSI Love You XOXO episode eleven. Thank you for joining us on this wild ride. Remember, PSI Love You XOXO comes to you each and every Tuesday at nine a.m. Pacific time on your podcast services as well as YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. So please. Go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Subscribe to see all of our videos. Then head over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us. Subscribe to us. It helps us out and makes Tim really happy for some reason. I don't know why he gets so stoked about He's it. He's ecstatic about it. Uh, remember, PlayStation Experience is this weekend. We will be there in force on Saturday. 3 o'clock, I'll be hosting the Uncharted 4 panel with Neil Druckmann. Uh, what's the guy? Troy Baker, uh, Nolan North, Laura Bailey. Richard McGonagall. Nice. Well, I've never actually hung out with Richard McGonagall. He scares me. It's a good group. I got it. Well, yeah, the, they're all fine, but I got to, I got to, I got to impress McGonagall. Right. Otherwise, Professor McGonagall. Ooh, hey, <laughs> I won't do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's no, going to no, be no. hard to fight off my right. Professor McGonagall mm-hmm. impression. Watch me change into a cat, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> He's really going to make a good impression on him, I think. Oh, I'm going to nail it. I'm gonna... Three o'clock on Charter Four panel, followed by PS I Love You XOXO at five o'clock. Then. The kind of funny just cause three meet and greet over at Julian's. It's across the street. It's free to get in. Uh, go to kindoffunny.com slash meet and greet. Come out, meet a whole bunch of friends. We're gonna have exclusive shirts there, exclusive posters there. The just cause three folks will be giving stuff away. There'll be free food. Cash bar if you have money. We'll drink a few, have some fun, go go to bed probably afterwards. I don't think there's a lot of games to see the next day and all that stuff. Hmm. Uh, the sale's still going on at kindoffunny.com slash store, so go over there, get 10% off all your shirts, get the Tim shirt, get every T-shirt Tuesday shirt before we put them in on ice for real this time. Burn them all. We burn the designs. For realsies. Then if I ever see you at a show in those shirts, I tear them off your body. <laughs> that's, the game, that's the game we play. That's how you, you signed up for this when you decided to be a best friend. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, every episode of PSI Love You XOXO ends in a song in a segment. We were you doing that? Were you doing that intentionally? Yeah, I know you, you like that. You, you like doing. what I was doing there a little bit. You're Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, a, a gay French king. A gay French king. <laughs> <laughs> Look up that Jerry Seinfeld bit. He's a funny comedian. I like him. I love that joke. Uh, singing the shoe. Hey, this is where one of you goes to kindoffunny.com/psm and submits your song to be played here on this show. If you're listening to MP3, we play the MP3. If you're watching the YouTube video, we annotate to the YouTube video. So yes, clever people out there, when you go to kindoffunny.com slash PSM. I need a YouTube link and a Bandcamp link or whatever. This one comes from Bo. Bo says, hey guys, I wanted to submit my band's song. Now, I'm going to let you try this one. I would say Ismaroa? What is it? Ismaros. Ismaros? Ismaros and a Pico. Ismaros and a Pico. (sighs) To the podcast. I love that you guys are still doing the music then, the show thing. It's great. Our debut full-length Tiny Artifacts is a concept album centered around a girl named Pixel and her fight to stop the world-destroying Sun Beast. It's dorky, nerdy, but I love it, and y'all might love it too. We play shitty dive bars, bigger clubs, and also open for national touring acts like the Ataris, the Electric Six, and Buck Cherry. Those are pretty big bands. I was was a big Electric Six fan back in the day. Bo buried it here. His band is Atlas and the Astronaut. The song is Isma Rose and a Pico. Did I nail it? Mm. Fuck yeah. His band camp is, well, it's shortened here, but just search for Tiny Artifacts or the band name that's Atlas pretty, and That's Astronaut. pretty impressive. The, that's, I'm opening for bands like that. 
The Ataris, so long a story or whatever that wasn't that the that first record of theirs or second record. Of theirs? I remember the name Ataris. It's in what Nolan Bushnell, <laughs> David Crane. Yeah, I mean that's the, yes, that is them. But this was a band. <laughs> oh, my apologies. I didn't they know. sang. Um, well, they did the the uh, Don Henley cover that was like their big song, uh, "Boys of Summer." But oh yeah, but they also did a few other songs that were pretty good too. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is Atlas and the Astronaut. And until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.